and welcome to the Computer Game Show. My name's David Turner. I'm here with Sean Bell. Hello. Matt Murray. Hello. And James Farley. Hey, hey. <laughs> it's a bit delayed there, James, but that's great. You're, yeah. you're on it. You're on it. I like it. I like it. Right. We would mm. like to start the show by thanking our Patreon producers this month, the full Nels Posse. Should I use Posse? Is that all right? Can um, I call them that? Yeah. Probably. Yeah, for Alan. now. In five years, you won't be able to use that word. There'll be, there'll be a strong... True. You think it's got it. unfortunate, like gang connotations? Uh, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I guarantee. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, let's let's use it while we can. Then, eh? Yeah. And yeah, um, <laughs> M Nash has got full nails. So has Aaron Patrick. Full nails. Anthony Oakinson. Full nails. Toby Henry. Get in. Full nails. And Adam Capone. Full nails. Full Nels. <laughs> right. If you would like to go full Nels, then go to www.patreon.com forward slash TCGS. Although I should remind you, there are other tiers. If you want to hear January's TCGBSO, what's it called? <laughs> the bonus show. <laughs> That's right. It's going up tomorrow, which is yesterday when this comes out. Um, so, yeah, if you want to hear how. What what were we talking about? I can't remember. We we mentioned uh, talking about James's trip to Japan. Yeah, James's trip to Japan. Uh, Sean's um, first uh, experience of love making. Yeah. Oh, that's uh, true. Uh, Sean talks about how he lost lost his virginity, um, and also uh, we read through Famitsu, <laughs> <laughs> and we have questions. We well, look, look to the pictures. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> we did look at the pictures. Um, so yeah, so if you sign up at the five dollar tier, I think it is, then you get that yep. early. We also um, recorded our talks over episode where we watched the Xbox 360 reveal, which was a lot of fun actually. I quite enjoyed that. It was good, one. yeah. It it was less haha. Look at these people to a more oh my god, that was a good console though, wasn't it? I don't know. <laughs> you know There's I mean? Jay Allard doing his like you know sitting on the floor and all that kind of thing. That was a bit, a bit yeah. Weird. And I tried to time travel at one point during that, so uh, so enjoy <laughs> that when that comes out. That's at the ten dollar tee. You get to watch that a month early, right? Should we get on with the show? Should we get on to feedback, Matt? Absolutely. Everyone loved it last week. Aaron Patrick, a full Nils uh, member, has has emailed in. Great first show. Just wanted to give some feedback regarding the Xbox Series X chat. I think cool. they, Microsoft, have done something right as they seem to be generating a lot of buzz. Um, with them adopting the new form factor, do you guys think they're going for more connected device? The new console looks like uh, a lot like a HomePod or Amazon Alexa. Therefore, do you think the new design will have these capabilities, maybe becoming a home hub for all home automation devices, lights, robot vacuums, etc.? All they need to do is include half-decent microphones with an average speaker, and you have a device that you can yell at with more accuracy and connect ever was. Microsoft seems to be leaving Cortana out to die, and they've started to integrate more deeply with Amazon's A-Queen, so maybe having this built into the console opens up some new possibilities. Anyway, just a thought, what do you guys think? If this was the case, if this was the case, is this a good move or another backward step away from gaming as a core? Hang on, what's, no. what's Amazon's A-Queen? I think it's just like Alexa. Oh, okay. And maybe it's just avoiding saying that just in case we read that right. out and set off devices Got everywhere. You. So Smart. you've, um, yeah, you, well, you've ruined it now, haven't you? Um, yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I mean, we, we have said this for a while, right? And we said that's what the Xbox One should have been. Uh, just the microphone, that's all it needed. Um, and yeah, God, what, what a great... I, honestly, I think that would be a great idea because... You know, the, the the whole we worry about games consoles being anything but games consoles and, and I understand that point of view, I see it. But I mean, everyone's using these home hub things now. 
Um, I mean, uh, th- seriously, is it just people around me or? Because I know the amount of houses that I go around and someone's got one in the corner and they use it to listen to music with and stuff like that. It just seems really like popular. a no-brainer. And also after like Spotify did their like free, you get free um, Google Home. I think that's what I've got. Yeah. Um, mm. Thanks to like if you had Spotify family account. And I've actually seen a couple of other offers since then as well. It feels like loads of people. I mean, loads of people worked, got one for the first time just because of that offer. That Just because yeah, of that yeah. offer. Same here. Um, I mean, that's that's how I got one in the end. Yeah. I, I think this would be, be great. I mean, I, um, if they said, actually, no, there's a speaker at the top. And it does play music. And you can use... Yeah, I mean, uh, Alexa, I guess. I mean, it'd be good for both Amazon because it gets Alexa into way more homes, you know, 50 million, 100 million homes, depending on how many consoles they sell. And it'd be good for Microsoft if they can use that to, like, control smart, other, you know, other smart devices. What if they can home? integrate it into both systems? What if they can in- integrate it into both Google and Alexa? Well, I, mean, no I don't know if there's that. a device that does that yet. I mean, maybe no, no, there no. is, but... There's no no one does that because they all have to sign like agreements with like the yeah. other. Oh, well, that they won't companies. use one or the other. Yeah. yeah, I mean that's that's the sticking point, isn't it? Because <laughs> knowing Microsoft, if they do this, they'd be running it all through their own systems, and it'll well, be like. I, I, I think they've learned already that. I, I, I mean, Cortana, as his, as his email says, is sort of being phased out. I mean, I I I, I haven't got a Google Home at home. I think they're good, but I think I'd rather Alexa because I think from what I gather that that they're way more open to that integrating with a lot more third-party apps and APIs and stuff. So Alexa, really they, don't give a shit. they do they do the same things, right? They're, there's there's no major difference between the two. No, there 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 are quite big differences. Also, like in what's available for them and everything. Like as, as I understand it, because I mean I've got we've got like a Echo or whatever. And there's there's a lot more things you can connect into that, um, like like, with, like like especially with the, like well you can use like Apple Music or whatever with it if you want to you know you can like link that in. There's loads of like skills and stuff like that. But what's quite interesting is that like recently though, if you look at like the App Store for it, it's there's hardly anything new. It's kind of like beginning to sort of level off now. I think it's um yeah it's, it's not as well there's, there hasn't well nothing new's come out for quite a long time. It's you know, usually when they have apps for, for these stuff home like devices, this. you mean? Yeah, normally when there's things yeah, like this, there's I mean, constantly uh, new stuff, and it's like it's started to level off. How how often? I, it's not so much about the new stuff for me. It's just about how good it works. Like we use ours all the time, mm-hmm. um, and it's mainly for setting reminders and uh, and um, you know playing music and stuff like that. I mean, just having that in the Xbox would just, and, and alongside just saying to it, "Oh, play this game, play that game," which is the stuff we did like about Connect when the when the Xbox One came out. It, it just seems like such a good idea that I'd be actually a bit disappointed if neither console took advantage of that this year. Yeah, and I can't see Sony doing that, but I can so, see Microsoft saying, "You know, we're we're so open. You know, we've got Amazon Alexa on here. It's like, well, so I've just yeah. opened the Google Home app on my phone and." It can already link with the Xbox. I don't know. I don't know what it does. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it, but, yeah. It, it, it doesn't do anything. Google Assistant okay. integration, now, haven't they? Uh, okay. I think also Alexa integrates. I'm sure they. I'm sure yeah, it does, last yeah. year. Yeah. Oh, maybe, maybe I should check that out then, because last time I looked, it did fuck all. It was really annoying. Mm. Um, but we'll see. We'll see. All right. anyway, um, SNW carries on on the same subject. Uh, totally with Matt on the Xbox naming. It makes total sense to me. Regarding future generations, the easiest thing would probably be the Xbox Series X2, etc. Letter, oh, letter will define the power. Number will define the release order. No way. That's ridiculous. No way. I mean, I, I just think they'd be like, here's the, the new Series X, here's this year's Series X, here's this year's Series S. 
Exactly. It's, exactly. A te- it's a terrible, terrible idea. And what were you were just talking horseshit last week, last week, Matt. No offense, mate. <laughs> no, but I, I, I don't see how it's a terrible idea. Because it's the, no because one. You'll just oh, get the new Series X. Yeah, but that's Can we not, not what you were Let's talk- not do this again. <laughs> that's not what you were saying. You were just. Yes, you were I saying was. Things- no, you were saying it's just called Xbox. It's just called well, Xbox. The platform is just called Xbox, and there's a different versions of the Xbox. Okay, okay, Matt. There's no difference to what we've had before. Right, go on. Um, Lars um, Hedderdam has emailed in. Hello, gents. There was a great show last week. Felt like first rain after a dry season. I'm not referring to James's drinking. Um, <laughs> uh, let's think. Yeah, he, 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 he picks me up on my Xbox Series X stuff. I notice how now for certain we can say Matt is definitely not a Jedi because no amount of hand-waving from his side can convince anyone that <laughs> Xbox Series X is just called Xbox. Laugh so hard and the stubbornness. It, 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 that's what they've called... Anyway, um, you guys talked about Game in a Decade show and David said we can't release a Game in a Decade show in February. David, you guys picked Trackmania as one of your games of the year. What's When has conformity ever been the ethos of TCGS? <laughs> you can do... Uh, you can do and are doing whatever the hell you want to do. Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know. There's part of me that kind of feels like if we were doing it at the end of the year, that'd be really good. But if we were doing one now, it would. I'd really like to do a best console of all time one because I just think that is going to cause some major arguments. And <laughs> I don't know. I, I really like the idea of best games console of all time. Oh, God. Yeah, I liked it because I've got <laughs> outsiders I'd probably uh, really fight for. Go on. What, what, what are you thinking? Well, Saturn. The Sega Saturn. Saturn. <laughs> I don't know. You could, you'd probably get a vote for me over that. If it come up against the Dreamcast, mate, I'd be I'd be with it. <laughs> There'd be a standoff. Oh, yeah. Anyway, uh, I, I feel like we should have done a decade thing a long time ago. Anyway, uh, we'll crack on with saying this. Ricky Carwright, happy belated new year. Matt was talking about what he had planned for TCGS over the next few years. I wanted to make some suggestions of things I would like to see. Um, regular Patreon Uh-oh. bonus show. Matt is competing uh, a video game challenge E.g. the Games Master masks for Penguin Ice Slide level while John Denton is choking him out. Matt has to complete the challenge before he passes out as possible. 2029. That would be a video show though, right? That would only work as a video show. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. others will just hear me like, you know, weird sounds. Weird. <laughs> that yeah, that um, would be quite funny. Listen to a podcast where you're going, okay, now I'm just... <laughs> yeah, it's an ASMR video. Man gets choked <laughs> out while playing computer games. Yeah, I mean, if, 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 I mean uh, that <laughs> might stand the channel. next to him, just tapping a white balance board. <laughs> <laughs> God. Pick a piece of paper. Um, 2029, <laughs> TCGS Kids Takeover. This sounds great. The TCGS children present one show about their favourite games and tell embarrassing stories about their dads. Oh, that would be awful. That would be unbelievable. We can get the kids together. That'd be great. I'd love to know the embarrassing stories James Kids has got about him. <laughs> What could no. be embarrassing about? I can't well, imagine like, anything. Well, one time my dad told me my birthday was another another day. I knew, but I just <laughs> she doesn't even you know, know that. Pretended not to know. Along. Yeah, <laughs> it was very obvious. Um, the Joy, the Joypod wife questionnaire, but with the TCGS kids. Yeah, I mean you'd have to um, give it a few years. Isaac's only two. I mean, right? Like, I love this idea. I genuinely think it would be fun to have a questionnaire, but with the kids, but. Mm. People just would find it really irritating, I think. Yeah, only we would enjoy that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's what I'm thinking. Like, we'd find it hilarious, but I, I've got a feeling listeners would just be like, "Yeah, fuck oh, that." Great, they're just uh, yeah. look how funny my kid is. Yeah. <laughs> kids yeah, say the darndest things. Um, yeah. Next one, do you say the funniest things though? 
Oh, oh they, they do, they do <laughs> they say do. that. Uh, next one, released a bitter nest. That's uh, James Anymore. I mean, <laughs> news on development. I mean, that's commitment, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, like the way it just says release as if it's already made and we're just refusing to. <laughs> yeah, as if we're holding it back. Just, I mean, it's just been delayed because we're, you know, we want to spend more time polishing it, you know, so that's it's true, fully, yeah. fully ready. Ooh, yeah, but we want to provide a better experience. Political. Mm. Not political at all. That's <laughs> what I was going for there. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> it's now way political uh, the Big Brother reunion show with the original host cover season of Love, Ar- Love Island don't, I mean we tried we, we tried again yeah we've been dying to do something like that maybe maybe one year I mean yeah, yeah doing a Love Island show with Capone Adam would just be the dream right it'd be mm. the dream uh, and lastly a return of Farley's game club but with Xbox game pass there's no barrier to entry absolutely no chance yeah. <laughs> okay <laughs> Um, DeviantWeb at DeviantWeb on Twitter just curious sorry people people that don't know about Farley's Game Club right that was on Joypod and um, what's that it was on Joypod wasn't it yeah that's what I said I believe it was on Joypod you you cut out when you were saying it didn't you I can't think when (laughs) was it you better correct him anyway even though you hadn't heard (laughs) yeah (laughs) I haven't I think I think it was on Joypod, Sean. Um, um, okay. Yeah, it was on Joypod. It was on Joypod. Right, yeah. okay, thanks. Yeah. It was on Joypod. They cut out then, but yeah, it was on Joypod. Every week, <laughs> every week we uh, played a new game. And on Joypod. Honestly, the, 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 the jingle was fantastic. The, the, the segment was absolutely diabolical for a couple of reasons. First of all, we didn't really have time to play the games that often. They were always really weird games. We never got yeah. round to play. Well, no, Secondly, it, we started by the, off. by the end of it, it was this, going, going like this. Okay, this week's game is this. I've played it. Um, Michael, have you played it? No, I didn't. James? <laughs> no. Sean? No. Oh, great. Okay, well... <laughs> Well, no, because it started off with like with game club. It started off with good games, and then after a while, I got bored of that. And then it was just like picking up any old crap off the off the app store and just <laughs> trying to see if Michael would think it was good. You know, like even though it was dreadful, you know, just you know. <laughs> Well, the segment died on its ass in the end, so we're not going to bring it back, are we? No, bring it back. Let's face it. Um, DeviantWeb, at DeviantWeb on Twitter. Just curious um, if we're going to get a Rise of Skywalker Star Calls episode. You are. You are. We need to do that, James. We do, yeah. yeah. Right. I, I need to... I, yeah, I need to sort something out. I need to go and see it again, really. Is see, it still I, in I the cinemas? See yeah. Um, I think so, yeah. Yeah, someone's showing it, isn't it? Fucking hell, I need to go again. See, the, I want to see the, it the again The problem as well. is, I'm going to have to go again with a notepad. Because yeah. I've got to write down my, my thoughts. This is the only way the show works. Did I tell you about when I went to see it and I was sat next to a guy who, at various points of oh, the film... Oh, you took a photo, yeah. Yeah, he took photographs and then walked out before the end. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, I did mention it, didn't I? Yeah. Dave, don't, don't don't take a notepad. Just um, take notes on um, on Siri. Yeah. <laughs> what I should do is take like a full video camera and set it up <laughs> at the back. They go, whoa, what are you doing? Listen, Starkles, mate. Yeah. Google it. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's for the purposes of criticism and review. I'm the film editor of my local paper, and I need this <laughs> for re- for research. Um, uh, ben Syme at Scientologist, looking forward to going to Res and watching the computer game show live. Hopefully, saying hi to James, Sean, and Dave. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, I, I like that. that tweet, is but, vicious. Uh, uh, the Nick Parton, I mean, this tweet is just so bang on the money, it, it almost makes you sick. <laughs> TCG Spa Day, Sean, let's relax, lads. Matt, better live tweet this. Dave, I'm just still, I'm still a bloody bloke, and James is making me cringe. Yeah, I, I mean, go, you know, 
I am a bloody bloke. There's no getting around that, right? I can't help it. <laughs> it's, it's how I was born. Yeah. It's unavoidable. <laughs> but I, you know, that goes away. That facade falls <laughs> as I walk into a spa and I'm sitting there, legs crossed in one of those little white gowns that are too small for you and those <laughs> slippers waiting for my massage. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> um, I, I've, I've got a couple of small bits of feedback. Rich at Rich Spurs 24 Matt doesn't want to play games from last year. Well, what has he been streaming the last few nights? Now, okay, just to clarify this, I mean... How did we not pick that up? Well, that is such a fucking not, good it's point. Not playing what games, has he been desperately it's streaming? It's not playing games... From our kind of previous years, it's more that the backlog is over. I don't have a backlog going into next year. No, no, that's not what you said last week, though. You can't get angry at that because you were saying, you know, when the date ticks over, that's it. I'm done. I'm cutting it all off. It's like yeah, what? Yeah, but I, I've, I'm fairly sure I was, I was clear that it was about the backlog. I'm, obviously, I'm going to play games that come out in previous years because. What, well, so what's the backlog then? Well, like as in like, a list of go get his stuff done this year, go get stuff played, and like that that just goes on. Like, right, okay. Like... So what's the difference between the backlog and playing games from last year? Well, it's a. I mean, I don't have a massive list thing. of all. I don't have a massive list of games I've got to play. Basically, if I don't get it done by the end of the year, then they're done, and I'll play whatever, and then a new backlog begins, no, a new no, list of games for the year. Matt, do you not? Do you not see what you're saying? Well, no, did you guys saying... not have like? Here's a list of all the games we need to play this year. No. Oh, okay. No. Well, I do. I do. It's like, okay, I need to play this this year. I need to like. I need to get like. You know. Okay. If- okay. Fine. Right. So you drop that list yeah. the moment it turns to the new year. Yeah. What, what does dropping that list mean? It means I'm not thinking. Fuck! I've got to get Outer Worlds done. I've got to get Death Stranding done. I've got. I'm just like now. Nah, I'm. 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 What I'm hands are left. Yeah, I'm but get it, done by it's Christmas. fine to if you just decided you don't want to play something anymore for various reasons. That's fine. But to just. For the rule to just be, well, it came out last year, so that's that fuck off. It's mad, Seems isn't it? It's, bit, like it's, it's, it's more that every it's year, like, like more games come out. If I carry backlogs from previous years, I, I would, it would just be insane. I'd be like, but well, you I'm might inadvertently and... play one of those backlog games anyway. Well, well, well I mean, if I have a spare time, maybe I will, but I'm not going to like... I, I, Matt, this is just... I can't see the difference between the two, so we should probably move on because it is melting my fucking brain. <laughs> what I'm brain saying is I don't, have a, I don't have like a massive list of games I need to play right now and it feels great. Yeah, that's good. Um, but you will still go and play those games. I still don't understand this. It's like you've got all these well, games, but like some of them are so good. Like, and it's no, just, but you're James, just like, he's saying he will play those yeah, games. Yeah, I, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm saying there's a chance I might play them, but I don't have like, a list of fucking hours, like 12 games I've got to play, got to play 12 I games. I think, that, that, Sean, that's the thing, isn't it? It's the yeah. list thing. Yeah. Like, that's why we can't comprehend what Matt is saying right now. Yeah. It's the <laughs> list thing. We have no idea what a list means to Matt. <laughs> to us, it's some games we might play later on down the line. To Matt, it's some sort of so like... to-do list. Just a target. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a to-do list, yeah. It's like, It's a target. That's why I describe it. It's a to-do list, definitely. It's like, okay, well, this game's out. I need to be. Ta- I need to play that because they will, you know, because I need to have played that this year. Maybe we'll a discussion of game of the year <laughs> towards the end of the year. Like, this is weird. <laughs> Anyway, next one, Alex Alex <laughs> UK. What the actual fuck? How has Matt Murray never seen a real giraffe? Has he never been to a zoo? Now, I went to Cheswick Zoo when I was younger, and um, Portons Park down south also had animals, but I don't particularly remember a giraffe. Yeah, I, mean, I, I guess, not, giraffe, I guess not every zoo has them. I don't know. No. Yeah. I mean, I haven't been on safari either. Um, so, no, I don't remember. I think the I've seen like, lions and that. tigers and stuff. But believe believe me massive, when I see you. T- 10 out of 10 for 
excitement when you first see one. I'm not avoid seeing one. Someone sent me a, a picture um, in the week on Twitter uh, of them feeding a giraffe and saying, mm-hmm. oh, look at this, look, you know, uh, it, it was really good, you know, have it feeding a giraffe, giraffe or whatever. And I just replied, look at that picture. Look at how angry the giraffe looks at your existence. <laughs> That's why I fucking love them. That <laughs> is why I love them. It's just like feeding a giraffe some leaves or whatever, and it just looked like him just going, like the giraffe looked at him as if he was going, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful beasts. Uh, last bit of feedback, uh, Athena Allen, Babble Freak. Um, <laughs> I just took a drink. I just took a mouth for drink then. <laughs> um that's it for, for, for follow up it's at computer game pod if you're on Twitter or you can email podcast at the computer game show.com cool it's time for the news Sony are going to skip E3 for a second year no way hey! yeah bombshell this is oh, one of those moments shit. where we, we finish recording and there's space between recording and a thing of a bombshell <laughs> drops and you're like oh for fuck's yeah, sake um, yeah let's get into this then let's get into this it's crazy um, I've seen a lot of comments about it. I'm. Do you want to, do you want to hear Sony's statement for why? Yeah, let's, let's hear that. Okay. So Sony have said, we have great respect for the ESA as an organisation, <laughs> but we blatantly do not... don't. <laughs> <laughs> but we do not feel the vision of E3 2020 is the right venue for what we are focused on this year. Yeah. And then let's hear the ESA's response. Okay, so then the ESA responded by saying, E3 is a signature event celebrating the video game industry and showcasing the people, brands, and innovations redefining entertainment loved by billions of people around the world. E3 2020 will be an exciting, high-energy show featuring new experiences, partners, exhibitor spaces, activations. (laughs) What's what's activations? It's a a marketing thing. Yeah. and programming that will entertain new and veteran attendees alike. Exhibitor interest in our new activations is gaining the attention of brands that view E3 as a key opportunity to connect with video game fans worldwide. So basically, Monster Energy, I guess, is the, the, is the big winners here. We will also have Xbox. Which one? Yeah. Xbox. <laughs> we'll have the They're new all Xbox. called Xbox now. They're all just we'll have the new Xbox. Um, just just like the Xbox Series X. Right, go on. Um, let's get into it, because I, I, I think, I mean, none of us were really expecting this, were we? Yeah. No. I mean, it, like, obviously, they skipped last year, and that, but obviously we were all a bit like, well, maybe it's just timing, or they just haven't got anything new to show off about PS5 just yet, or, or whatever, but obviously ditching it a second year in a row, like, next year there will not even be a statement, will there? There just won't be... Yeah, no, it won't be there. <laughs> no, no, there won't be. Um, I, I think there's one potential problem with doing this, is that, you know, third parties rely on that big stage as well as, you know, the yeah. big companies. Yeah. And is it going to get to the point where third party companies are going to think, well, fuck you, you have a chance to promote our stuff. I mean, I suppose they could do on their I own stage, but well, I don't think they and, care. And, and they because will do. I don't think they care because what happened last year when Sony didn't turn up is even though like they weren't there, Microsoft still did all the advertising for the third parties. And, yeah, yeah, and, yeah, 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 yeah. That's listen, what I'm listen. saying. No, no. So but, the, the, but still, the most searched terms on YouTube and stuff were for PlayStation, like, yeah. oh, like PlayStation versions of it, not Xbox ones. It's like Sony are probably yeah, looking at this yeah, and just being on, like, like uh, "That's because they have the massive fucking." That doesn't necessarily mean that 
it's better advertising for Sony, does it? That just no, means mean that they've got a massive install means... base and people want to know if it's coming out for the console that they actually own. Well, exactly. Yeah. So, they, But they're looking at this and they're just probably thinking, why bother spending all this money like on this when Microsoft will do it for us for free? It's it makes no sense, you know, to like to be there for them. Um, but also, they're going. Yeah. Listen, this is not going to be like Sony are not going to have nothing this year. Like they're not going to like just not have any shows or anything this year. I they're just not going to be that, are they? No, I mean, just, even then, even their statement actually said they're going to be at hundreds. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I don't think yeah, hundreds of consumer events. Hundreds. That's a lot of. That's a yeah. lot of consumer. Yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't think they're saying anyone's saying that they're not going to be showing anything this year or doing anything no, they, themselves. I, that's, I that's, mean, it's all just down to whether you think E3 still has any relevance or not. And obviously, it does to a degree, but just not as much as it as it used to. I mean, Nintendo, you know. I mean, they're still on the show floor, but they're not. Um, yeah, they don't do like a conference or anything anymore. EA moved out as well, like not so long ago as well, and it's. I mean, if you look mm-hmm. at the show floor, like what it's going to be. I mean, this even year. Microsoft aren't there because they they're in their own theater down the road. Yeah, it's uh, you know I can understand hmm. why they've so done this. Even it's, they're not they're in their E3. It's been dying for a long time, like this whole thing, and then they had that whole thing where they doxed a load of people, didn't they, last year? Which well, I'm sure that went down really well. It's yep. you know, I, don't I think mean, it really matters. a lot of people have been pointing to that. I think <laughs> if we're being honest, like all the journalists that got doxed could. They like they could probably just replace them with influencers, <laughs> like, <laughs> definitely. And, well, that's what and the probably not really for, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I mean, the, the the only thing that sucks, right? I mean, I I think you're right, James. I don't think it's a bad thing um, for Sony that they're doing this. I don't think they're going to be missing out on anything, and I don't think it's going to have uh, much of an effect on um, people's response to their new console. Right? I totally agree with that. What as a fan of video games and as a fan of E3 itself um, it's, it's kind of it? sad that we're not yeah. what's that? it's crap yeah, isn't it's it? kind of sad that we're not yeah. getting like that bombardment of of all this information in those four days you know it would be as Matt said it's kind of like Christmas it's kind of like oh my god we don't know what's gonna like the whole gaming scene changes within those four days or used to where all this information was piled on us out of nowhere and Fuck! It was exciting. Well, yeah, and you, you get those, you get those s- days are dying now. You get so much information, you feel like you're going to be sick. You know, it's just like insane, like the amount of <laughs> yeah, stuff that, I mean, was, it, that was going on. It was. It I was, mean, the year yeah. where they dropped like Shenmue and the Final Fantasy remake and stuff like that. You know, those moments are great, and they'll have them. They'll still have them, and they'll be, you know, but they'll do it on their own terms. And it, it's a shame because it's a it's an event in the calendar that that people go crazy for, and that that kind of loses it if. Sony do theirs in February, and then Microsoft do theirs in May or whatever. It it spreads it out a little bit more, and I suppose it's better for them, but it's less exciting for us. I mean, when Xbox One and PS4 got announced, they were announced at E3 anyway. That they were they were announced at their own at their mm. own shows. Yeah, but, yeah we but know that. E3 was when all like the big stuff kicked off. Like that was when. Um, when it was, I think there's more news about Xbox being fully online, and then Sony did that video about how to share games. And it was like, <laughs> yeah. oh my oh, god! god. Great and, you know, moment, like, yeah. they were like, "Okay, this is gonna be hundred quid more." Because Sony obviously were famous in the UK at least on the two AM slot, and Microsoft at that point had already unveiled their price for the console. So, and although we'd always known of the consoles and maybe had a lot of technical details beforehand, E3 was like was like felt like the battleground, and as wank as it was, like seeing who won E3 was. 
is is always an exciting thing for me. I know I know it's silly about who wins or doesn't win E3, but that was like an exciting thing when like these, you know, these huge companies come together. And you're like, oh my god, well, what's that conference like? Was it a better pace? Were the big were the exclusives bigger? Were there megatons? And we're just not going to get that. I mean, we are going to within the next month. We already we will know about PS5 because they will do a February event like I did last time. And yeah, you're right. Maybe Microsoft they will also do a big event before E3. It's just a big bit shame that they're. It won't be the massive conference. Yeah, or that, that, that's it. That's and that's the way I view it. I, I, it kind of it's kind of like okay, you're sports sports because <laughs> <laughs> I love that shit. I love it how it all just comes out in that week and you know even I was saying like over the past couple of years as well like it's such a shame that everything's leaking and we know mm. so much going into E3. Um, you know, it kind of feels like it spoils it a bit. And yeah, there's people that that turn their noses up and say, "Look, this is just marketing. Like, why you why do you care about this? Um, why is this such a big thing for you?" But you know, it's it was something I used to get excited for, definitely. But um, yeah, it's, it's it's a big event. I mean, like, yeah, it doesn't really matter. Like, Sony, uh, the PS5 is going to sell like gangbusters. It doesn't matter. Like, it, they could do nothing and it'll still sell. They don't have to be here. They'll have their own events. But like, I mean, like, I don't, like, I don't know. No, but I don't like, know. Um, Coke, like a Coca-Cola will still sell billions or millions of cans each day, but they still like go to the, and do like huge ads of Super Bowl. They don't need to do huge Super Bowl ads. They'll still sell millions of cans, but it's like, it's, Good and exciting, it keeps it more relevant. Like I would like to see Sony here. They don't need to, of course. They will still sell millions of consoles without this. Um, I think because what's, they, they, I think they what's will, interesting. But, I mean, it, it, could, it could. I'm not 100 percent sure that they could do nothing and it'd still sell mad. You know, there's there's okay, a lot well, I mean, of like, recently about nothing. people moving on. Like yeah. like oh yeah, it was so you know Sony was. Um, uh, of so big this generation that 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 will clearly carry on to the next. I mean, surely but, we thought all that about the Xbox 360 and going into the X and well, yeah, but well, yeah, yeah, I think that, that generation was actually like generation, they sold it? around the same. I think actually PS3 See, sold right, more. Okay, overall. and I think that is fucking horseshit as well. To it's be not. Quite honest it's true. No, no, no. Listen, no. This is my argument because I've been thinking about this ever since you said it. I think <laughs> the reason the PS3 made such a huge comeback out of nowhere and leveled off or even beat um, Microsoft in terms of machine sales is because it was a fucking Blu-ray player. It definitely yeah, was yeah. that. So yeah, how that much helped. of that is people that are looking to the next generation of video game consoles for gaming? It's I think percentage wise, that's why the perception around us was that 360 fucking blew so uh, the PS3 away. Well, it did, and then it? when you look at the figures, go what? You know what I mean? I think it is that that has a major thing to do with it. It was a cheap Blu-ray player. But no, the the 360 in the beginning. Oh fuck. Okay, there we go. Yay! It's been a while. Oh, good. I enjoyed the 360, that. The 360 did blow the, the PS3 away, like in the, like in the first couple of years. But then it was later on that um, that it really tailed off, and then PS3 started to started to do a lot better. It's when they started to get stuff like Uncharted and all that, that kind of thing. No, yeah, but you're, you, no, I don't think it is down to Uncharted. I think it's mainly down to fucking Blu-rays. I don't think it is, because I don't think Blu-ray was... I, I mean, okay, I'm probably completely wrong about this, but I don't think Blu-ray was ever, like, a really, really massive thing. Like, I, It was I certainly, that, like, initially there was a question, because obviously, yeah, so the 360 only supported DVDs, and then later it got an HD DVD drive. Yeah. And, the, <laughs> and, you know, there, there was a period where no one really knew which way it was going to go. 
So mm. people might have made the the console choice based on what video format they were they were betting on. Um, and then yeah, and then obviously later in the generation, it became clear that Blu-ray was the the victor. Well, and um, people started getting HD TVs in just yeah. more and more homes, yeah, and they're yeah. like, well, I want to watch HD content. I can't do it through my digital TV stuff because that wasn't really big back then. Yeah, um, like HD t- channels and that. So let's get a blu-ray player mm. well blu-ray players are really expensive but not if you get a they playstation though, not 3 by that point like by the they point, fucking were no, they were no, more yeah, expensive the, than yeah, the ps3 yeah. at the start they were but at the time when the ps3 started to pull ahead of the xbox like when it started to do better that was when things were a lot cheaper by that point okay well anyway uh, well, yeah, no, but, but the main <laughs> thing my, is that my point, here my point they got is, 50 million console head start that, that's the thing it's different. Sorry, right on this generation, they've got Sony have got like a fifty million console head start. Like that's mm. the extra fifty million people where like, well, I'd get another get another PlayStation, and hopefully they've learned that people will just basically want a better version of the console they've got. Obviously, okay. Microsoft, you know, did something completely different with Xbox One, and everyone just wanted a better three sixty. Uh, hopefully, we'll, Sony. We'll yeah. see. Or we'll see. The the only thing that concerns me about this sort of stuff is, you know, we've we've spoken about it before. The Sony arrogance that that can kick in when they're the market leader. Yeah, Sony and hubris the, could be bad. Yeah, they need to they need to make sure that they're not falling into that trap again. Basically, mm. um, I think what interests yeah, yeah. me about the the E three dying whatever thing <laughs> is for years, the argument was like. Like, yeah, okay, you know, game news happens all year round, but E3, like stuff that happens at E3 gets into the mainstream, the mainstream press. Yeah. 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 But I, yeah, I think mainstream press does a much better job of reporting on this stuff now. And I wonder if maybe that's yeah. why that, that prominence of E3 has sort of waned a bit because you that don't need it, yeah. to, doesn't need to be at that event to get in like actual newspapers. Yeah, yeah, I mean, the mainstream, you know, do cover, yeah, in the papers and stuff, mm. uh, they do cover E3, but also yeah. when Sony unveiled a new PlayStation, that will also, I guarantee, Still be on like, the yeah. BBC yeah. Entertainment pages or maybe yeah. like Five Live or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's, it's just it's just a massive shame, really. Mm. Um, um, you know, the, the events are going to be cool and it's going to be exciting when they say, you know, we're... You know, you'll you'll see the PS5 in this announce in this event in next week or two. That'll be cool, but E3 won't be the same. But I haven't said that. Like, do you remember? Like, I don't know what year it was, but that year when suddenly E3 went from the huge show floor to like the hotel rooms. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. E3 is dead, and that was ages ago. Then they sort of brought it back. Um, I mean, I mean, this I is yeah, people, people, people have been saying, saying it's though, dead for cause... years, right? And it's not. <laughs> but, but when, when... go on, sorry. I was gonna say when that happened though, the major players still hadn't like just completely pulled out of it and were like yeah. not bothered with it. The other thing is now it's like there's there's really no need like to do these things because you know the fact they can just you know do these directs to people instead. I know, mm. but it's still sad that it's going. And uh, I, I will say, I I think if Microsoft can um, m- turn it into something, then you know they do their XO thing. I don't think, in terms of mainstream press, that was covered as much as what no. they do with the with E three. No, I think no, there's no, still a need not. for it for Microsoft at the very least, and um, and they've got a chance to sort of own it now. You know what I mean? Like it, it, it could it could be big for them if they play it right. But it'd be it'd be fascinating to see how they well, just do like play last it year, year, wouldn't it? Like they did it. They did a really good job last year. Like it was a good. It was a pretty good show that they put on. Yeah, and yeah, great. they didn't really have any competition. You know. But it's you know it's not the same. It really isn't the same. No, no. It, well, it won't be now. That, that I mean, that was that that that's absolutely gutting from a 
a fan of video games point of view, you know. Yeah. Um, See, also, what does it mean for, for our show? Games, I mean. Like, you know, what are we going to do for like all that stuff? Because is it just <laughs> what have what? I missed this year, guys? Yeah. <laughs> Nothing yeah. really. <laughs> Yeah, there was a four-hour X- inside Xbox you missed. <laughs> Smash Brothers. Uh, you know, it's not one of them. <laughs> right, okay. Uh, let's go on to the next story. Okay, so the next stuff, I've got a Stadia news roundup. And the wait, reason wait. is is because there's been quite a few things this week, actually, from Stadia, which is which are quite interesting. Because it's all been a bit quiet, hasn't it? Like, I mean, there hasn't... To <laughs> me, say that again. Well, no, it's, yeah, to me, it feels like there hasn't been much, you know, like recently after it launched. But either way, they've now... Google have now promised that there's going to be 10 timed exclusives by July 2020. So by that time, they're going to have timed 10 games... Timed exclusives. Yeah, that you can only get on Stadia. They haven't named any of them, so we don't know what they are yet. I mean, it's that's a bit not not so good. But they're also looking at apparently having 120 games on it by the end of um, this year. But that's that's the plan. Wait, wait, wait. So we're looking, yeah. So by July 2020, and all they've got is 10 timed exclusives. Yeah. So not they're paying, actually. They're paying to delay PlayStation games basically, like for a couple <laughs> of months. That's that's what's going on there. Jesus. Last of Us is one of them. Last of Us. Mm. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. Cyberpunk. <laughs> But also, they're adding some other stuff. So in the next three months, they add like 4K is going to come to like the web version. So you and also there's going to be more like assistant functionality as well. I'm still mm-hmm. not sure what that's for. Like you know the whole like you can use Google Assistant with it. Presumably, it's stuff like take a screenshot and stuff like that. I don't know. Any you can say like, um, okay, Google, turn on my Xbox <laughs> for, uh, for for 4K. Because <laughs> that's it. <clears throat> um, I think you can make <laughs> that noise. <laughs> I think they can. What was that noise? <laughs> I don't know what that noise was. Um, I'm sure they showed lots and cool addition, uh, uh, functionality with that, but I, I can't for the life of me remember what. I mean, I assume it's like I'm stuck in Tomb Raider. Help me, and then it finds it finds those YouTube videos. I'm fairly sure it's like voice search, isn't it, for YouTube? Probably. I don't know. Oh, yeah. I think that's what the options were. Do you want Do you want to hear the statement anyway from Google? They so they said when Stadia launched in November, we delivered a great gaming experience for players. Oh and we, come on! And, and we continue Why would you to say that. And we continue to work towards our long-term vision for the future of gaming. It's like you know, okay, fair enough. They got the you know the momentum of runaway freight train kind of thing going on here. It's it's pretty good. Actually, don't they have a lot of momentum. No, um, the runaway anyway. freight train must have fuckloads of momentum, doesn't it? <laughs> the runaway freight train. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, uh, the okay. So the other James th- doesn't like fun, does he? Doesn't no. like a laugh. But, no, no, but I'm right there, aren't I? Like a runaway freight train. They're heavy. That's going to have a lot of momentum, surely, right? Yeah, that's, it what, is. that's the whole yeah. point, isn't it? Anyway, but you said, "What did I say, Matt?" On. Don't worry about. It, move on. Go. On, what, what did I say? Go on. Let's have this out. Let's have this out now, boys. Matt versus James, <laughs> round two. But, but the way you Detroit. said it is like, now we got the, freight the momentum train. of a runaway freight train, uh, implying actually there was no momentum. But That's I'm saying. not implying that at all. Everyone knows the, the phrase and the saying for that. Yeah, but the way you said <laughs> it, you're implying there was actually little zero momentum for this launch. How, how is, okay, how is repeating a well known phrase meaning something completely different? But it's just the, the tone of your voice, yeah, all the momentum of a runaway freight train. That was the sarcasm, Matt. All oh, right, so he sarcastically said a phrase which meant something. Ca- okay, right, it's, it's too many layers for me. Yeah. <laughs> what is happening? Okay. Anyway, on? don't get involved. Uh, no, Let them fight it out. <laughs> <laughs> Let the boy. Tell me a little story, then, James. 
Okay, so anyway, BT have done something good though because they've now <laughs> partnered with Google Stadia. So this this is I think this is genuinely quite a good idea. So do you BT what? Uh, go on. <laughs> no, go on, go on, go on, Sean. What what are you going to say? No, explain the idea first, James, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and then he can counter it, can't he? Yeah. Well, no, because he he wanted to say something, so I'm just giving the opportunity. Yeah, but but the listeners don't know no, what the was, idea uh, is yet. Sorry, do they? I was just I was surprised to hear that you think it's a good idea. But yeah, let's go through it first, and then we'll okay. So, well, it's a good good idea from Google's perspective, put it that way. Yeah. Maybe not for us, well, but for everyone else. I mean, we're not sure yet. You haven't said the story. Yeah. Matt, can you just let me get on with it? Just... <laughs> I'm waiting for you to get on with it. It's ridiculous. Anyway, yes, James, he is literally the... asking you to get on with it. Read the story, James. Read your doing. little story. Yeah, but then you've got like Sean holding me up, and then you're like you're just having a pop, like left, right, and centre all the time. It's ridiculous. Anyway, this is uh, just getting a bit like Brexit, guys. Just get on with it. <laughs> get it done. Get it done, James. It's a transition period. Anyway, um, so Google have done a deal with BT, and what this is is that BT are oh, going to yeah. be Google's first European partner. And what it is is that if you sign up for BT Broadband using like one of their packages, they've got like the. Su- oh, I don't want to read all the packages out; it's ridiculous. They've got like super fast fiber two, three, and four, and ultra fast fiber one hundred and two fifty. You get you then get like a. Chromecast and like the controller and stuff like that, and like a three month subscription to the premium thing or whatever. What but, a three months one? Yeah, it's yeah. not unlimited. No, it's not unlimited. It's only three months. You still, you yeah, still so just get same oh, as in the founders. Yeah, you still yeah, get. But the- I thought, I thought, I thought, hey, if you're paying a ridiculous amount of money for our broadband package, then that's included. Like, I- no, that's weird. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. They're basically just subsidising the cost of the hardware. Yeah, you know, they're just they're giving you the hardware, and then you get three months of Stadia Pro, and that's it. But part of the fucking point in doing this stuff is that you don't need the fucking hardware. <laughs> <laughs> what it's the like, fuck? I, like I, so when I signed up for BT Broadband, I got a Google Home speaker, and like, do you know what? I thought, oh, fucking, I'll set my phone off. I didn't say. For fuck's sake. Um, Stop arguing with me, phone. <laughs> the point is, you, you plug that in, you turn it on, and then for till the end of time, it might as well be there and it might as well be switched on. But for something like this, this Stadia thing, to be like, oh, cool, I've got it for three months. Oh, three months has run out. Um, do, do I well, need it? In, <laughs> in three months, you'll, you'll, you'll play the free version, hopefully. Yeah, I guess. And you I get just, you get the well, Chromecast no, only Ultra. if you buy games. What the fuck? <laughs> like, I, I mean, I understood it because it was like you get free games every month with Google Stadia, right? If you have the Pro one, yeah. If yeah. you got the Pro one, yeah. yeah. So now that when the Pro runs out, you're like, okay, so I've paid extra for this ultra fast thing, and one of the benefits is now finished. I've now got to keep paying for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm sure most people go in for the for the broadband deal, not because they get Stadia. Well, yeah, but obviously nice it's, it's a sweetener. It's not like the point, but it's yeah. just a weird. To me, this yeah, went like, from I, I something. No, like, going to BT just for Stadia. No, I'm just no, like, no, 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 no. If something comes with your broadband deal as a as a hey, look, here's a cool thing you can do with your new broadband. You, that thing you would expect to last for the extent of that that contract, right? 
So the fact that it's like, oh yeah, you get this and it's really good for three months and then it's worse unless you then start paying money for it. Yeah, that's just not a great yeah. freebie to me. That's my point. It's my more point like a liability than a. <laughs> when I originally heard about this, I I thought that it was going to be something along the lines of like a TV subscription. Mm. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like if, right, if yeah. you buy, get Virgin and you pay this little bit extra, you get Sky Sports. You know mm. what I mean? It's mm. I thought it was going to be like that. But yeah. what it sounds like is more like those mobile phone deals where it's kind of like, yeah, sign up for us and you get Spotify for a month. Yeah. You know, and you're kind of like, yeah, but this is a three year contract. I don't. Yeah. What the. <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's. Yeah. As anyway, you say, um, then I've got a James thinks it's and... brilliant. So well, um, you were quite positive on this, James. What do you think about it? <laughs> See, I changed my mind now because. We... <laughs> wow. <laughs> you were ready now for heard a other fight. people talk about it because no, I I thought it was like David. I thought this was going to be that they were you know that you get like the subscription and all that kind of thing with it as well, and it would become wait wait, he... wait. surely what? you read the news before putting it in there yeah because it's so your you news knew story. this information I didn't read all of the news I just <laughs> did you read past the headline <laughs> <laughs> did you read the headline obviously James. but not the whole thing because the other thing that I was puzzled about is that there was this whole thing where you had to sign up between the 17th of January and the 30th of January and it, it so oh. initially I thought hang on is this a time limited offer as well? Like it's only they're only doing it for a short time. But then yeah. I checked all the the small print on their site, and there are going to be more packages later on. So they're going to be right. like they are going to continuing this. This is not just like a one off kind of thing. But um, yeah, I hadn't do you, do you considered know how headlines work, James. I hadn't considered the you, three do, months. When you, when you thing see like... a clickbait where it's like you won't believe what happened <laughs> yeah. next, well, I probably wouldn't believe what happened next, would I? Okay, next story. Doctors <laughs> hate this one trick. It's like what's this trick? No, the thing the thing was I'm though sure, is I'm sure I, they do whatever it is. <laughs> that sounds great. Sign me up. I hadn't considered the three month thing actually, and so you know it's uh, yeah it, that is pretty rubbish, isn't it? It's um it's not so good. But then also it is. I mean, it's just subsidising the hardware is is all they're doing. But I mean, Matt, you should be well up for that. You were going to pay 120 quid for it. Uh, yeah, I was, and now decided it's a stupid idea. That was a nice. long journey to get to that little was, jab into yeah, Matt's Jesus, was hardly <laughs> worth it. Well done, James. <laughs> I've never seen. I've never seen uh, someone change their opinion so quickly on a new story. Well, uh, what's Matt, that? What's in next a way, this is you should have. You should go to Specsavers because you can't Ooh. even <laughs> see because. Oh. You were driving home the other week. Yeah. <laughs> God, God, James, what's the next story? Okay, so the last Stadia story is that mobile downloads for the app have halved since November. So this is obviously what, people, not people have put them back onto the server. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they requested refunds for the free app. Fifty percent of the people sent the information back onto the server that they downloaded it from. That's how it works, right? Yeah, I think that's like, yeah, I think, yeah, I think that happens. Yeah, sounds so now only ten people a month are downloading it. Right, okay. Sorry, James, we've got a comment. No, I got sorry, funny. Matt did a gag, and we all just no, it was a good one. It was a good okay. one. I loved it. It was okay. a lovely one. Yeah. Go on, what's it's a lovely old gag? <laughs> Go on, James. I think James is just upset because we keep butting in, but that's the point of the show. Go on. Do you, do you, do you want me to finish this story or not? I mean, I'd like you to start it. <laughs> yeah, what do you want Matt? us to do? Like, what is when wrong you're reading with you tonight? Loose? It's like you just on at me for every single little thing. Oh, my. Okay. Sean, <laughs> we need to sit back again and let them go at it. I'm, I'm not reading the rest of this story. Forget it. Who cares? James, what about the rest? You haven't started it, mate. You wouldn't let me. 
I was waiting. Dave started and I just piped in with what Dave and I quote a lovely little gag. Um, look, listen, well, you can, uh, have, you can have your gags because I'm not reading any more of this. Oh, I've got the gags, don't worry about that. Um, well, should we? Do you wanna... So, the downloads have gone down. Okay, great. Next news story. I'm surprised they haven't stopped completely, to be honest. Yeah, it's insane. Yeah. That's true. I did get a text from my brother today actually saying, mm. Google Stadia, talk to me. Wow. Went, so, where's well, he heard that from? I don't know. I said, well, what do you want? Well, I can read you the conversation. Please <laughs> do. <laughs> I'll read it out word for word. <laughs> um, Google Stadia, talk to me. I replied, it's a total joke, to be honest. Why? And he put, just see it was out and not heard anything about it. I put, basically, it's a huge disaster. Imagine Netflix, but you have to pay for every episode you watch more than you would have to if you bought it on Blu-ray, plus a monthly fee to watch them in HD. And he, put, and he replied, tell, tell them from me to go fuck themselves. But I'll add that to the list. And he put, thanks, champ. So that was a conversation with my brother about Google Stadia. Amazing. <laughs> James, um, next news story. There's been loads of delays. Um, so mm. <laughs> Are you drunk again? Cyberpunk 2077 has been delayed till September. Final Fantasy VII has been delayed till the 10th of April. Avengers has been delayed for another four months. And Iron Man VR has also been delayed. And also Dying Light 2 has now got an unknown date. No one knows when that's coming out. So okay. a load of games have been well, delayed. I mean, that's it's a shame, really, isn't it? Because the, the early part of Q1 of 2020 was supposed to be the games that didn't make 2019. Yeah. Um, and oh, now that, that looks move. like <laughs> yeah, the games that are now hoping to catch the new console wave, <laughs> I think, is, is where they're heading. But, um, yeah, no, it's a shame, isn't it, is when games are delayed. But I think we're all grown up now, <laughs> enough now to go, actually, yeah, it's probably for the good, isn't it? Now, um, do you do we think that this is just, oh, they all need extra polish, or do we think it's possibly like a next-gen thing? I, I wondered this. Like is this? Uh, I, th- I think it's the polish thing, to be honest yeah. with you. Because if it was a next gen thing, they'd all be delayed to the end of this year. But uh, I mean, yeah, massive games like Cyberpunk. I, you know, obviously there's a lot of pressure on that to to perform well. And Witcher Three got delayed, so you know, and it's not outside of realm's possibility. Um, and that's not to say you know games like Final Fantasy Seven and I guess the Avengers, you know. But it feels like there's a lot happening and like are they all trying to get out of the way of what they thought was a busy march and now march <laughs> isn't as busy and now september is busy um <laughs> or is it like actually we want to like wait a bit more information about next gen and they want to make sure they're optimized for the new consoles or uh, delays uh, release uh, and, and they have to uh, fix just, them later it's like no. if they do if they if they wait and then are able to make optimizations and stuff that works for the new consoles better is it going to be better for them? I think no, it's because they, they'll still be working on optimization for the new consoles at the same period. It's just they, the game would be out then rather than a little bit yeah. later, doesn't it? They're but not going to launch on those consoles, are they? They're still coming out before those consoles come out. I, I guess, yeah. I, I was thinking... And not only that, the whole the 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 other thing that that we've got to remember with the way that these new consoles are heading, the whole launch title thing is not going to be a thing anymore, is it? Well, but that's not a, going to be yeah. like so. A launch title is the well, you know, we've already heard from Microsoft, and I'm assuming Sony are going to run along the same lines. Is that when games come out for the Series X, 
they're going to still work for the Xbox One. Yeah, was, but they're going to I'd be really, really surprised if Sony don't come out with at least three or four games that are only coming to PS5 as like big launch games. I'd be really surprised if they don't do that. I I I don't know if that's I think the Sony right are way more likely to. But I think even Microsoft, like, I, I truly think Halo, Halo Infinite will come out the same day as Series X, and it will be positioned as like you know. It looks, good. it looks stunning on Xbox Series X, but all these features, etc. also works on Xbox um, S. Um, but I think they're, they're, they're going to be positioned as launch games because they launched on the same day as well, yeah, the new consoles. Obviously but they'll, also, say, but they'll, obviously they'll also run them alongside the new yeah. consoles, but I, I, I think it's not going to be a Titanfall situation where, although it was really good on the 360, there was clearly a massive difference between the two games i don't think there is going to be a, a massive yeah, difference that, that between halo infinite com- on the xbox one and the xbox series x you don't think but that's because we're between xbox no. one and 360 there's massive like hardware differences so of course it's like really different exactly it's not yeah and that's the way they're positioning themselves yeah. it was like um i think it was it on the player one podcast where they mentioned that we might even be heading towards a future where you buy a console uh, you buy a video game say the hard copy of Halo Infinite, it works on the Xbox One and the Xbox One uh, and the Xbox. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I, 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 Series I that, X. That, that is going to be the case, I, I believe. Yeah, that. I mean, that's that's madness, and that's I think the sort of thing that we're looking at here. It's it's the the step. You know, you look at the step from the Xbox One to the Xbox One X. That it's going to be a similar sort of step. I think it'd be a bigger step. It will be a bigger step, but I still feel that, like so. The one that highlighted it for me, right, was uh, PUBG because all my mates got a uh, got an Xbox One X, and I was playing PUBG on the the base model. Right, it was the same game, features were the same, everything was the same. Mm-hmm. But my word, did I want to play it on the X because it was just nowhere near as good. You know, we, we we were landing in in on the island and people were like, okay, head to that building with a red um, roof. <laughs> I remember that, And I'm going, yeah. what building with a red yeah. roof? <laughs> all, all I can see is like a green texture. <laughs> I'm still waiting like, for textures on my end, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think that's the sort of thing I'm... That's what I'm expecting from Microsoft's uh, move. What Sony do, yeah, I think maybe they are in a better position to say, okay, these games only work on the PS5. Um, They'll definitely do yeah, that. No, I'd be, be, as I said, I'd be really shocked if they didn't do that. Yeah, yeah. I suppose you're right. I, I, I think right. I think they would be way more likely to have proper exclusives on PS5, um, less so on there. But I, I, I can imagine like the adverts now for like Halo Infinite or something. It's like it lists all these amazing features, and then there'll be like an asterisk saying, you know, and they'll say like works on Xbox Series X, and there'll be like an asterisk saying some features unavailable, and they'll be like, you know, you'll maybe have half the number of players in multiplayer or. Whatever yeah, cool but that features splits, they got for next that gen. splits the player base so much. I, I, I'm not, I'm not convinced they're going to do do it like that. But mm. um, anyway, yeah, interesting. A, a lot, lots of delays. Everyone's basically running scared of Animal Crossing. That's what's happening. Yes, they're, mate. They're trying to get out of the way of that juggernaut. <laughs> yep. Um, but ultimately, delays are good. I think we can all I'm agree. I'm so there. tempted to buy that game, Animal Crossing. <clears throat> I, mean, I, I, I can't wait. Delays are good. But, like, you see all the stuff about how, you know, because some reports were like, oh, maybe this is so they don't have to crunch. It's like, no, so they can crunch for longer. Yeah. Don't, no, yeah, of course Don't it is, yeah. sugarcoat that. Like, that's, 
That is a bad time those devs are having all the way up until September now. And probably yep. after as well. And and they've probably been in hell for ages because they've been because yeah. obviously they don't take these delays lightly. Yeah. So they've probably been crunching for so long. So the, you know, it's a, there's a cutoff now. If it's not done by this date, we have to delay it. Yeah. So they've probably been under the cost for so long anyway. Now it's like for them, it's like, oh God, now we've got another six months of this. Yeah. But um pretty anyway, shit. Yeah. I, I also don't think this will be the end of of the delays. I mean, this is like a lot of the big ones, but mm. So obviously, um, Last of Us was meant to be out last year, and then this year, and it got delayed. Even like the earlier date for this year got pushed back, didn't it? And it's such a big game. There's, I think, there's a possibility of that slipping, even if it's just a month. Mm. Animal Crossing again, maybe. though, hasn't that been delayed like four times? Yeah, it's been delayed like three. I think it was maybe about last year. Then out earlier this year. Then they pushed it back again. I mean, but I mean, but you know, it's a, ma- a massive title. They're going to want it as good as they can get it, and if they see it's not up to the standard, then, they will. Um, but every day that they're working on it, man, they're losing money on that thing. It's um, yeah. yeah it's when crazy. you consider, so like, yeah, so they've added like what? Not uh, how many months have they added? Three, four. Oh no, but like six. Oh, it's got a um, so every month of a uh, you know like three, four hundred professional salaries, <laughs> like yeah, that's fucking yeah. expensive. Um. So yeah, and, so that and obviously you know these delays have to go through shareholders and accountants and or whoever like it's yeah it must be an absolutely horrible situation to be in for everyone involved apart from the people who will eventually just make shitloads of money when it comes out. But what, what uh, about Animal Crossing? Like, has that been delayed or was it just never really confirmed? No, it was delayed. delayed, it was delayed. It? Yeah, it was supposed to be the end of last year, but then it. Um, That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, but so, I hope yeah. that drops on time. So, yeah, so it definitely will. There's no what way would you do? What would you do if they come out with a statement saying we're delaying it again because we're currently working on some new characters for Smash Brothers? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> James would lose his shit. I do wonder, like right, all, okay. all these, this, you know, talk of delays and stuff. Like, video games have, have for a long time been incredibly like hit led, right? In that, like, ninety percent of games lose money, but the ones that make a bit actually make enough to cover the rest. And I just wonder, like, how long this can go on because it feels like, you know, like the delays or get, you know, games that come out more or less on time but are just a bit buggy and take time to get right. Like, is is this just going to keep getting worse as games get, you know, more detailed and you know, graphically more intense and et cetera, et cetera? Like, possibly. Is it is it yeah, just going to come a point? And- yeah, like, is it just going to come a point where it's just like it is no longer financially viable to make them any more complex or realistic? Yeah. yeah. But- don't know. Don't know. You do wonder, and um, yeah, no. I mean, I, I, I still, I still pray for the time where they don't announce dates so early. I mean, they, yeah. they've got to announce them, obviously, as we talk with you know, because there's all a business behind the whole thing. But yeah. I, I mean, it's just I wish for a future where they just go, this game's out next month. Well, no, I mean, Bethesda we did don't that know about for the delays, bit, right? Like Bethesda, you're yeah. like, hey, do you, here's some screenshots of a new Fallout. Do you want to play it next month? Good, because it's out. <laughs> like, yeah. they, they did yeah, that yeah. with a few games, and that really seemed to work. Like, in terms of, like, you know, because obviously, the, yeah, the, like you say, the traditional model is like months and months and months of, of build up and, you know, releasing, you know, footage and interviews and trailers and then, but to just be like, hey, this is out, like, really soon. <laughs> Um, that like the shock of that was like a, a story in and of itself. Maybe that's the thing is that like that works like once or twice, and then the, 
you know the shine comes off it like you can only do that so many times and it's only interesting so many uh, possibly times. but i think but, it's more to do with the fact that they've got to project sales to the, the yeah, investors that's the thing was it like privately owned at one point because even now we know like my ea have already said now that there'll be like a new need speed next year or again okay, maybe end of they, they said like next like couple of years there'll be one there'll be like a new battlefield not this year but next year so they already have to announce these things for for investors yeah. maybe for whatever reason bethesda didn't have to do that or they didn't have to maybe who, project who so the far fuck ahead. knows yeah. who the fuck knows yeah. right okay is that it for the news that's it yeah well let's see are you all right james yep <laughs> okay, <laughs> come right. on mate James, I'm sorry. Hanging in Fuck off, Matt. James, come on in. Cheer <laughs> us up while we're telling us about what games you've been playing this week. How about that? Yeah, okay. I mean, I've played... I've not really played that much this week. I finished Shenmue 3, which um, I was quite... You finished it? Yeah, yeah. I was quite pleased to get to the end of it, to be honest. I mean, <laughs> I I started oh, playing wow. it like ages ago, like, you know, before we, before Christmas, and then I came back, and it, was, it wasn't bad to get back into. Because, you know, sometimes when you go back to stuff, it's like, oh, what's going on? Then I just remember there's nothing going on, so it's fine. It's It was pretty, <laughs> it's pretty easy to get back into again. It was kind of fine. But it's I've still got really mixed feelings about it, because there's so much about this game where I... I mean, I was saying to you, Dave, I think there's a lot of things they could have fixed in this, and it still would have been Shenmue, and it would have been fine. Wow, this is it, isn't it? I mean, the big buzz around the game when it first came out was, oh my God, they've kept as close to the original format as they possibly could, and that is a really good thing. But that feeling lasts like maybe two or three hours worth of gameplay. (laughs) And And then you're like, oh. It's just simple things like picking stuff up. Like there's a point, I mean, I was listening to another podcast where they were saying there's this point where you know, when you're in uh, the this this hotel, you you can pick up like apples like at the start of every day, and it's like you you pick them up like one at a time, and you have to like <laughs> go through about three button presses to pick up each apple, and it's just mm. it's just like what's the point? Like what is the point of that? Like it's 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 like I'm going to pick up, look at this. It's not bad rendered apple, and then put it in my pocket, <laughs> and that's it. And it's like, but doing that so many times, and also the fact that you can't like skip through conversations either i mean that you can after you've gone through it once but then after that you can't you know the first time you can't and some of the dialogue's not great and it's just i mean that's also part of shimbo obviously but it still feels a bit irritating like forcing you to go through that but and also towards the end of the game it has that same thing as shimbo 2 where there's like a big focus on earning money so that you can progress the story and i mean I didn't mind that too much because, and I, I've quite enjoyed like the training in order to progress and stuff. But it does feel like really arbitrary, like doing that. I mean, you you hated that, didn't you, in Shenmue Two, Dave? Well, my biggest problem with it in Shenmue Three, from what I've played so far, is that there's no clear indication of when you're ready. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not like so, so. The bit that I'm at, I need to fight those thugs that are uh, they're threatening someone in the alleyway or whatever. And mm-hmm. the first time I went up and tried to fight them, it was clear that I was nowhere near ready. But it's like, okay, so what level do I need to be to be ready to fight them? There's no indication of how yeah. powerful I need to make my character. And it seems like I can just keep hammering away at these mini games to improve my um, my stats. But, you know, do I just keep trial and error, see if it works this time? No, I'm still getting my ass kicked. Okay, back to training. It's, it's yeah, it's not very uh, intuitive, is it? But it gets worse than that because you see, towards like towards the end, I was just like, okay, 
I'm clearly not like strong enough to do this stuff, so I'm going to spend some time doing training. So I sat there and I, I spent a long time like doing like maxing everything out, like basically like for the for, like for the character, and then yeah. I went into fights and was beating in anybody down like really easily like it wasn't really too difficult at all and like several of these fights i like had won basically but then you lose for the sake of the story so you know you've knocked someone right down they're on like red or whatever and then suddenly it goes into a cutscene and you lose and it just feels <laughs> it to me this just never sits right because it just feels like it just feels like such a throwback that does like at yeah, least no, what's the point at least make it so that they're really good. Like, you can't get hit in or something like that, you know, rather than yeah, yeah. just, you know, doing it like that. And I, I really didn't like that. But, see, my biggest problem with the game overall, though, is that when I was... I, I finished it, and I was just sitting there and just thinking, nothing's actually happened in this game. Like, really. Like, very, very little has happened. And, I mean... I'd go as far as to say that even less than in the first two games, like happens like story wise throughout <laughs> this throughout this, which is fine because that is part of the whole sort of slow burn kind of thing. But there's slow burn and there's like nothing at all, like really sort of progressing at all. And I and it's also I mean it finishes like really abruptly as well. It's like over like quite quickly. And I I just just sat there just thinking. I don't feel like I've achieved anything from this at all. Like I've walked around these nice environments, which has been which has been fine, and. I didn't feel like I'd built any relationships really with people in the same way that I had in the first two games. Because, I mean, you remember, I mean, you know, obviously in the first game, you you know, you meet people like Tom, you meet the people down like at the, the harbour and everything, and you get to know their lives and stuff like that. I'd never really felt that I did that with this game. And maybe I could have spent more time like doing side missions or whatever to do that, but... I didn't. I still didn't get that from the main characters I was meeting either. Like it just, it this yeah, felt yeah. super. That was narrow. my biggest complaint with two. Yeah, yeah, that felt that was my biggest problem with two. I I never felt like I knew any of the characters by the end of it. Like there was no um, arcs to any stories or anything. It, yeah. it was just nothing. Um, and yeah, I mean, I definitely get that vibe from this one. And it's like, I mean, there's characters in this that they bring back from like from Shemu two. But it feels like I'm. I'm just sitting there thinking, "Why are you here? Like, I've no idea why you're here. Like, you. It's not explained why you've come to China at all. Like, I don't know why you're just walking around this city. Like, I really don't know. Like, and it just that is the stuff that feels like fan service. You know, it just feels like, oh, you know, this everyone loved this character. We've got to stick them in there. But there's no logical reason for them to be there whatsoever. And that that I found I found that kind of irritating. It's um yeah it was really wasn't so good. I mean the second location you go to is quite good because have you got there yet, Dave? No. Okay, because it's like I mean it's it's a it's a town which ends up being significantly bigger than you think it is. Like it it you know at the start it feels like it's tiny, but then it really opens up, becomes massive. But it also feels a little bit kind of devoid of life, really. And I mean the other thing that annoyed me throughout the whole of this game was obviously like historical inaccuracy as well. I mean that that just bothered me throughout. I tried to get over it, but I just couldn't because it's just ridiculous. It's totally just fantasy like, you know, what like what that would have be and that kind of irritated me. But I mean I can't but I don't know, I can't really explain this beyond nostalgia, but I did enjoy playing it mostly and I would like to play another one if there was one. But again, it's just it's nostalgia I think rather than it actually being very good. Yeah, probably. Yeah. And I just, Sounds I mean, weird. I was just mostly disappointed that it didn't, it really didn't drive the story much further along. And I think, you know, seeing as you're playing this for like 30, 40 hours or whatever, that doesn't feel, that feels a bit unforgivable to be honest, you know, that you would do so that. You see, you can definitely see why 
that when they said, "Oh, this is barely forty percent into the main story." Yeah, it cool. feels like that. Right. It's not so good, but um, I don't know. I'm sh- I mean, I'm sure people have enjoyed it. I kind of enjoyed what I played of it, but then, as I said, by the time I got the end, I just felt I don't feel like I've achieved anything here. It just feels I don't know what the point Shame. was. Well, what would you give it as a review score? I don't know, maybe six or something like that. Maybe I don't know, six or seven, probably a six. Damning, yeah, yeah mate. damning, yeah, mate. All right, okay. What else have you been playing? Uh, the other thing I played is Unfinished Swan. Um, oh, yeah. Right. I saw this on your list. I'm excited. Have yeah. you played this before? No, I've never played it before. It's one of those games oh, that James. I got ages ago and never got round to playing. And I just thought, well, I wanted to change a pace after Shenmue. So I thought, I'll, I'll stick this on. And let me be clear. I adored this game to the point where I think it came out around the same time as Journey. Is that right? It sounds right. Uh, I don't I know. I'm not sure. It was either it was either Journey or there was another indie game that everyone was raving about at the same time. And I remember thinking, why aren't people going crazy over this? I got good review scores and stuff, but this I loved the unfinished one. I loved it. So, do you, for those of people that haven't heard of it, what what is it? Well, it's basically like a puzzle platformer, isn't it? Really, like in like in three D, like where you. Yeah, you, it's a puzzle platform. Yeah, the puzzles are very light, aren't they? Yeah, They're, you know, it's not it's not um, too taxing. Um, but it, it, yeah, it's 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 a, a first person arty sort of game with some neat ideas, right? The the idea being yeah. that you start off and everything is completely white, you can't see anything, and you navigate the space by throwing paint at things and it mm-hmm. reveals environment. Um, but then as you go on, like I went into the game thinking, Oh, this is the mechanic all the way through. That's pretty cool. But it quickly drops that and it adds yeah, I was, say, shadows I was, in. And I was really relieved that it wasn't that actually, because I, I didn't <laughs> yeah, enjoy yeah, so it at the I. first level or so. I, I was just like, oh, I'm not enjoying this. I loved and- it. I loved the first level, but I, I remember thinking, I hope this does more than just this. Yeah, and, and, it, yeah, does. and it does, and it, it, it really so does because more. they keep on, yeah, they keep on sort of throwing in new mechanics, like as you know, as you sort of progress through it. It's not very long. I mean, I think I, it's only about two hours long, isn't it? It's it's pretty short. It's really two short. Two three yeah. hours, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But it, but it tells a nice story as well, which is yeah, you know, which mm. is kind of interesting. Uh, yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. I, I had a really good time with it. Yeah, the kids it's sat there watching me play. It's a truly wonderful story. Like I, I, I adored the story. I, I like the. The 3D modeling mechanic that it just drops in like was incredible. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but but more, I wonder if you know this. You played um, Dear Es. Is it Dear Esther? No, I uh, what remains of Edith Finch? What remains of Edith Finch? You you played that game, right? Yeah, I did. Yeah, you know it's made by the same devs. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Ah, yeah. so did okay. did you spot that they actually they are sat in the same universe? <laughs> No, I had yeah. no clue. But yeah. So the so so for those of you that don't know, do you want to go through the theory? Well, it's not so much a theory; it's kind of spelled well, it, out. Yeah. So long story short, so in the unfinished Swan, a lot of the story is about this this king um, who, like you know, rules this magical kingdom, and he's got a ma- magic paintbrush, I think, and that's how he creates things. And uh, uh, his name, yeah. And you find out, like I think you find out towards the end, his name is Milton, and. Yeah, in uh, What Remains of Edith Finch, which is a game very much set in the real world about, um, you know, you, you play, as, play as Edith and you're like finding out what happened to all your siblings. 
and like you know the, and the whole thing is that maybe there's this family curse because loads of them you know like a lot of your siblings or, or sorry ancestors whatever died in in weird circumstances and yeah and at one point you find that your brother milton who was obsessed with painting uh just randomly disappeared one day Oh. And it, and it's yeah, and there's the, there's like paintings in the style of the unfinished one. So yeah, the implication is he actually did somehow get a magic paintbrush and became the king of this this other kingdom. Or yeah. or either that, or you're seeing his delusion. Yes. Um. Uh. The, the, like the unfinished one is his delusion. Yeah, the, whole, the unfinished but... one is just a fever dream. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> um, it's it's um. Yeah, I mean that's what I liked about the game the most is that that it, it added so many um different mechanics and added them for a little bit and then dropped them completely. Mm. Um and it it really worked. It, it, but but also how beautiful it looked. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so which simple is incredible as well. for it's a just, game where you see yeah. nothing. Like yeah. the first time you see the maze once the shadows are introduced, you're like, yeah, fuck me, this really does look good. I mean, I, I said that like you know, like you walk out onto like a like a balcony and then you like see like the city down below. That's right. And yeah. I was just like, yeah. I was like, look at that, look how yeah. good that looks. It's and this was a PS3 game originally, wasn't it? It was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was. Yeah. Thinking, yeah, but... yeah, it looked great on that as well. So yeah. um, I know they enhanced it for the PS4 version. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's just high res, to be honest with you. But yeah, no. If you've not played the unfinished one, I think it's practically free on the on PlayStation <laughs> yeah, these days. It's, you've it's, got to play it. It's also, I mean, the ending as well. Just made I felt really sad. Like yeah, yeah lump game. in the throat moment. It was, yeah, 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 it was, yeah, yeah. It was but it was also, it was another one of those games. Over, I was just thinking, I wish that there was more stuff like this on like PlayStation, like still, because there seemed to there seemed to be like a golden era of that, like where there was loads yeah. of these sort of like indie games totally. and stuff that came on Flower it. Flower and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. And yeah. that seems to have gone by the wayside now. And it's kind of a shame because this this was really nice. I mean, you can play stuff like this obviously on Switch, but it's it's really nice to have something, you know, look this good. <laughs> like yeah, and it felt and like, as you say, it felt like there was this era where Sony were really sort of curating this stuff. Like there was a yeah. distinct feel to a lot of the, the cool indie yeah, stuff. Yeah, they were they part were of the indie scene and yeah. they definitely not, don't feel part of the indie scene now. I mean, yeah. you've got Microsoft... Well, I mean, Game Pass really helps them with that. It seems like they're pushing indie stuff on that. Um, But then you look at Nintendo and they seem to be the indie scene at the moment. They do, but then they they seem to be letting any old shit on the Switch now. (laughs) That is a bit (laughs) of a problem. I mean, when you go to the special offers bit on that, you're just like, what? Some of them, I was looking on the other day, and some of them is like... um, they they haven't even bothered changing the titles of the games these indie companies that are, that are porting it over to it. It's like Touch Tycoon. Like I know it's got a touch screen, but come on, <laughs> you know it's, I mean? it's such a shame because like yeah, like you say, sort of browsing. You know, whether it's the sale or just the like recent releases, like I just glaze over ninety five percent of it now. Like there's so many games. It's like guess what? If you're if the image you've put the first image you've put of the game on the store looks like a bit rubbish i'm never gonna look at your game ever again <laughs> yeah, yeah. um and the amount like, of them that are like really bad anime stuff as well you know yeah. what I mean? it's like and like the amount like, all over that shit like games that have just come out and the the developers have like discounted them to 50 percent or whatever, you know 50 percent mm. off and you're like i know you've done that to like get people's attention and get a bit of you know initial interest but it just makes it look a bit like you don't think your game is actually worth the original amount you said yeah. well it's really yeah, 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 like totally. on iOS app store isn't it in terms of like yeah. you know, it's the race to the bottom and just yeah. just too much content like, it's just yeah. far too much there yeah, and yeah. also like you said like discoverability is really bad as well yeah. you know, trying to find like what you're looking for yeah, yeah. 
And it's a shame. Matt, have you played the unfinished one? I haven't, no. Oh, it's great. It's Essential. I should play yeah. it. Like, 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 yeah, so, so, like, really brief, really cheap, but, yeah, just wonderful. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds great. And I absolutely loved um, Edith, Edith Finch. It was oh, yeah, yeah. a fantastic game. Yeah, I mean, don't expect the same sort of thing. It's it's totally, totally different. Um, uh, but it is, I mean, I would say it's essential. I, I absolutely adored it. Also, if you're a bit, like, the first level, as I said, I didn't find it that interesting. If you're just thinking, like, I don't know if I want to sit through this, like, for well, hours, it, it yeah. ends quite quickly, that bit. It's, well, this uh, is what, because what's interesting is, so initially I had, no interest in this game because it was at EGX um, and ah oh, that's right and that, yeah. that bit was all the demo was mm-hmm. so you came away thinking like oh fucking hell I don't I'm not doing that for three four hours like <laughs> like it was a cool idea but yeah so yeah and then obviously and then obviously you know people played it and like no honestly like actually play it it's really good like that bit only lasts about ten minutes um, so yeah that that sort of demo hurt it a bit I think. I might play that again this week. Yeah. I might play that again this week. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 I mean, you know, we're in a period where it's just like, what the fuck? Are we going to play for the show? <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, and really, that that I'd love to jump back into that and just give it a quick playthrough because yeah, I yeah. loved it. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder if I have that in like a humble bundle or something. Might well PlayStation Plus, maybe. In, yeah, I think it was, oh, it was on definitely on Plus. PlayStation Plus. Because I think yeah, that's yeah, how I got it. Time. It was yeah. through that, yeah. Have a look. look. Cool. What made the you only... play it? Sorry, before we move on, what 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 made you go to it this week? Well, I was just looking through like all the games I've got, like on PlayStation. I just was like, well, as I said, I finished Shenmue three, and I just wanted something a bit different. And I'd I'd heard things about this, and I'd heard. I don't know why, but I thought that you hated it. I'm not sure why that was. Like, I, it was maybe maybe it's I was just, thinking that's, of that's just stereotyping, James. That's what that is. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it does sound like a game that I'd hate, so I'm not offended. <laughs> so not James is like, well, he like he does like football, and this is art. So, yeah. I don't... <laughs> uh, right, okay, cool. What else you got? Uh, then also, I've been playing Stories Untold, which I think because Matt's been playing that as well, haven't you, Matt? Yeah, I have. Yeah. So, stories untold is this new Devolver thing? Is that right? Yeah. Although it's been, it's already out, isn't it? On say, other... yeah, it's not new, is it? Yeah, yeah but also did, this game originally came out in 2017 on PC. Woo! Well, there you go, yeah. well, Matt. Why are you playing? I was going to say, what on earth are you doing, Matt? <laughs> well, it's, it's not on a back. Look, <clears throat> James, do you want to... it's not on a back. Go on the back. Log. <laughs> it's not. It's not on the mat log. <laughs> <laughs> James, what is it, and what's it like? So basically, it's a kind of a text adventure, um, which is with puzzle elements that the puzzle elements get stronger and stronger. And the the sort of the the visual styling, I mean, it reminds me a lot of like Stranger Things. Like they've got that whole sort of like synth vibe going on for stuff, and also sort of like eighties kind of atmosphere and everything. And what it is is it's supposed to be kind of like a horror game where there's four episodes. Which are apparently the story's linked, but I haven't finished it yet. I'm only about two thirds of the way through, and like you play each episode, and then more of the story seems to get unlocked, and then eventually by the end, I've heard it, it's like it will all make sense, like everything. And the gameplay is is basically like a text adventure where you're sitting, like you you see a computer on a table, and then you can like input commands for like 
as as if it were a text adventure on on the screen. So it says things like you know you're outside a house, you're sitting in your car, and then you have a chance to do stuff like you know looking look around the car, like you know so you like type in or not, not typing in because you you have to like press one of the buttons to then bring up the options of like use go and stuff like that, and then. You basically sort of solve sort of problems and like solve puzzles by like picking up key like you know there's a key inside the um like the what was it inside the, the glove, glove compartment box. yeah not glove, glove box, box in don't the car ruin it. <laughs> <laughs> and stuff like that and then it's like you know use the key to like get in the house and then you go into the house and it's like okay now you're standing in the hallway you know there is a oh, kitchen what is this fucking game facts basically yeah I mean it's no it's it's like I mean it's like nightmare or whatever you know like you're sitting there you know like it's it's just text adventure but the whole point is it's supposed to be like a horror like a sort of a sort of a horror sort of adventure that you're playing through and the the first episode is really good I really enjoyed it it was very effective because it does this whole thing whereby I can't say can I because it will totally ruin the story that's that's the problem with these games is I can never actually say what happens that makes it cool because otherwise it will ruin it for anyone who wants to play it but it's um. What did you think of it, Matt? Like the first episode? Um, I thought it was really good. It, it made me jump a couple of points. Did it make yeah. you jump? Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. I was playing with headphones on. I was like, oh shit, okay. Um, it's not like a scary game to look at, but it's it's really good in terms of atmosphere. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, I, I so out of four episodes, I think I've just done episode the second episode, second chapter, just for starting this, just for starting the pod tonight. Um, I'm definitely gonna keep going. Yeah, it, it's not like it's not super scary. I'm in, I'm interested in how these stories are linked. There's definitely a theme so far, just based on the first couple of chapters. Um, but yeah, I saw a trailer for this like two or three weeks ago. I was like, this looks brilliant. And there's only uh, today I looked into it a bit more, and I realised, yeah, like the game came out like in 2017 on the PC. It took like a it took a while to get over to switch, but um, I'm enjoying it so far, and like I'm happy that it's 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 relatively short. It feels very atmospheric, and I'm interested to see what this does narratively to connect these these four seemingly quite different stories. See, that's the thing because it's it's the only thing that I don't like about it is the the puzzle like the puzzle element for it. Like in the in the first episode, the puzzle stuff is really really. Oh, nearly. I nearly we did nearly it. I nearly did it, but it didn't happen. <laughs> Yeah, the puzzle stuff in the first episode is really light, and it's it's really more about light exploration and trying to sort of, and, and the atmosphere. But then, as the as the episodes have gone on, the puzzle stuff has become like more and more not difficult, but just irritating. I found like I'm on the third or four of the four episodes, and I'm stuck at the moment, and it's irritating me. And it's one of those things where it's like the puzzle. I know I can probably figure this out, but the way that the puzzle's presented makes me just I can't be asked to do it. It's the problem. It's just it's just irritating because what it is is that you're in charge of this um uh how do I put this like communication station and you get these codes that come in and you have to like type in like a responding code to then send it back. And to do to work out what the codes are, you've got like a manual that you've got to read through. But the manual isn't like in a paper manual. It's in one of those, you know like the machines they have in libraries for going through like old newspapers and stuff. Oh the Microfish or whatever it's That's called. It. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Zoom in on the yeah, yeah the microfilm yeah one of these. So it's like a microfilm machine that you have to like go through and you have to like zoom through and like change like the settings all the time because if you move like if you want to be able to like see it properly you have to zoom in and you zoom in and then you have to like refocus it every time and it just the whole process of doing that it's fine for a while but then it starts to get irritating when you can't figure out like you know what you're actually looking for and that. As, yeah, it's something which has begun to stop me wanting to continue because I'm finding it too irritating. Yeah, yeah I mean, it, you're you're legendary for how much you hate 
any sort of puzzles. I, 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 I hate puzzle games, and this is always the problem because you see, I absolutely love like narrative games. I, I love like being like a good story in something, but. The problem is, is that you know, for developers, is always to try and figure out a way that you can do that and include gameplay. And unfortunately, that often includes puzzles because that seems to be the way they, you know, they figure out that you they can sort of engage. Some, the player. some people like them, James. Some, some people, people do. like puzzles. I don't. And uh, yeah, I find it very irritating. And so, as I said, the third the third episode, I'm I'm it has killed my feeling for it to a degree because the atmosphere is just not. You know, the atmosphere is so good, but then it's like being ruined from the fact that I'm just sitting here thinking I don't want to have to keep going through this microfilm it's irritating and uh, yeah but probably I will at some point it's in just... the um, James uh, in the in the second uh, episode you basically there's a puzzle where you're sort of looking at your two things to look at you can sort of switch location and in that first location you have like a manual I just took pictures of it on my phone <laughs> and then when I went to the second location I just looked at the pictures on my phone I was like, that's way better than keep switching and zooming in and switching and zooming in yeah and that, I mean, that's, maybe that's not in the um, in maybe that's the not sort of the yeah. way the game's supposed to be played, but it's just felt easier to me. But also, like when you when you're trying to like look at stuff, because obviously, I mean, I'm playing it in handheld mode, so things are not very easy to see sometimes. Oh my god, and the text is ridiculously small. Yeah, I mean, I'm playing in handheld. I don't know what it's like on the actual TV, but it's. I mean, I can, I can read it, but it it's like okay, this is microscopic yeah and you can you can zoom in like you can do that but then that also is irritating like the way the way it's implemented is not great wait until you get to the microfilm Matt it's driving me mad it's just going okay. through that <laughs> it's, it's, to it. it's more irritating but it's just I don't know it, this is a personal problem I've got it's I mean the game as itself I would I would still recommend it probably for anybody that enjoys like you know the, uh, the you know puzzles basically it's just that that's not for me but atmospherically and story wise I think it's it's very interesting yeah yeah, I'm loving it. So, all right, Matt. Well, we'll continue with you then. What else have you been playing? Uh, it's just on Sekiro. Um, still racing through it. Done a couple of extra bosses. I'm in. I'm in. Well, I got an achievement last night, basically saying that I've reached every location in the game. So, I'm. Uh, I must be getting near the end. Um, I had a big decision, and if I had chosen one way, the game would have ended in like two fights. Uh, but I, I went. I went the right way. And now I'm in a new location, and uh, yeah, did did a couple of bosses last night, and I'm still loving it. Um, cool. I think I said to you the thing I said to you on the bonus show, but I I prefer to Bloodborne right now. Cool. All right. Uh, yeah, well, I'm, I'm big happy fan. for you. Happy for <laughs> you. Happy for you. Um, uh, should I do mine? Yeah, why not? Yeah, I can do. Uh, the main game I've been playing this week is Halo Reach because it oh. came out over Christmas. It came out. Um, mm on the Master Chief collection on Xbox One. Uh, my word. I, I mean, I, I, I don't know if I've mentioned on the show because I was off the show when we decided to do this, but about a year ago, I sort of thought, I don't really know what to play, so I'm going to play through every Halo game. <laughs> and uh, Chet, I told Chet, and he was like, yeah, I'll do that with you. And I was like, oh, cool, yeah, because they're all co-op, aren't they? So um, we went through one, two, three... And then we got halfway through ODST and stopped for months. And then we were like, well, why aren't we continuing that thing? It was pretty fun to do. And I said, all right, let's do that again. We were a couple of levels left of Halo, uh, Halo ODST, so we knocked them out in a night or two. Um, and then Reach was out, so we started playing Reach. I can't tell you how much I'm enjoying Halo Reach. I mean, so no, you- I played it at the time. It's what's weird is that I must have just like blitzed through the single player just so I could crack on with the multiplayer, uh, you know, when it come out. 
um, because there are bits that I remember, but large chunks of it I don't. Whereas, you know, Halo 1, you remember everything. Halo 2, there's large parts that you remember. Uh, same with 3, really. But ODST, I never completed at the time. So going back to that was interesting because I've met so many people that are like, that's that's the best one. That's the best one. And when you go back and play them all in quick succession, you're like, nah, it's not. It's really not. Halo ODST feels like a bunch of levels that they'd um, tried to put in other Halo games and they didn't work out and they were on the cutting room floor and they just stitched them into this thing. That's what it felt like. Anyway, um, I've, I really didn't like ODST. It was one of my least favourites. Better than Halo 2, don't get me wrong, but, you know, <laughs> Reach is insane. Like, it's insane. I, I, it, I loved it at the time. It felt, I mean, like... I, you know, I, I've loved all the Halo games that some have been less good than others, but Reach felt like, hey, it felt like a real return to form. I, well, I we said there's, there's not one Duff level. It, it's really fun to play. When it introduces jetpacks, it's like, oh my God, this is just such a good way to get around. Um, and some of the battles are great and the enemies that it's introduced are fantastic. The weapons all feel right. Like it feels like the first time that the pistol is back. Um, and that was what ODST was supposed to be, but it's not because that was sort of counterbalanced by the ridiculous amount of enemies that are just got way too much health. This just feels just right. And there's like this mental space battle, um, bit in the middle of it where mm. you're like flying around in spaceships and stuff and fighting off banshees and protecting this sort of like um space station and it just looks incredible and feels fantastic to play like they nail it they nail everything they did in this it's mate honestly it just what a great experience it's been going through it and it you know it introduced four player co-op uh, I think that was the first Halo that did that. Well, um, well no, no, no. I mean, four play goal was, was from day one. Yeah, I thought it was. No. Yeah. Well, no. Have, yeah, you could do a legendary four player Halo, the original Halo. No, you can't. Can hang you? on. No, well, hang on. Do you mean do you mean Combat Evolved? Yeah. Yes. Yes. In four player. Yes. No, you couldn't. It was. I'm unless it. That's what I'm thinking. Oh, right, I think. Okay. So I remember. Uh, so three, you definitely could do four player. Right, okay, so three we missed out doing four player on. I'm pretty sure two you couldn't because you were just Master Chief and the Arbiter, weren't you? Mm-hmm. out well, that's what we were. Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure that's only two player. But some of the correctors will get bombarded See, with tweets. This week, <laughs> Coincidentally, I also started playing this recently. Cause, what, Reach? Oh, yeah. Cause, um, what are you up to? Well, we. this is the thing. You see, I started playing this with my group on Friday, like last like yeah. Friday evening. And because I saw you were on it as well, I thought, oh, that's, that's, that's weird. It's like a weird coincidence. Yeah. And we, we just started playing it. We only played um, about two missions in. And then one of us got kicked like out of the group. And then, so we were like, well, okay, he can't. What is it with this game where you can't like re-add people like, while a mission's going on? Yeah, that sucks because oh, really? we were in the middle of a mission last night just playing yeah. two-player co-op. And John came online and we were like, come play Reach with us. And he was like, yeah, all right then. We're like, uh, oh, you can't join mid-mission. You've got to wait until we're done. Remember, this is nine years old, this game. Yeah. So it's like... Yeah, but it is a a jazzed-up re-release. It's not just a port. Like, it's... They could have... I don't know. Well, I mean, it's only slightly jazzed up. It's not Mm. exactly... I I wouldn't say it's like a complete re-release, really. Mm. And... um, 
But you, I, you know, maybe that causes problems for the difficulty settings and stuff if you just introduce a third player. Maybe, and... yeah, maybe that's what it is. It like but, t- totally changes the scripting and stuff. Yeah. yeah. So we played for about an hour and a half, and we got about two missions in, I think it was. And then, so one of us got kicked, and then so we were like, well, okay, what are we going to do? We're near the end of this level, but he really wants to like help finish it as well. So the host was like, okay, we'll just we'll just stop then, and you know, we'll, we'll have to go back to this level starting from the start. He quit. Yeah. Went out and then he was like, "Okay, let's let's all get back in. Let's start again." It hadn't saved, and so we had to, we had to start right from the beginning again. And that was the point <laughs> where I was like, "No, I'm not it playing hadn't now." Saved right. So, did you see a loading screen between missions? I don't know because I wasn't in control of the um, right. That's probably not it then, right? So, the way it works in this, and yeah, I agree, it's frustrating. Is that there are loads of moments where it comes up with a little title in the bottom right hand corner. Yeah. So it feels like a new mission, but it's not. Mm-hmm. It's only a new mission when you hit that loading screen and then you you know for definite that it's a new mission. But there are moments during that first mission where you think, okay, right, we've done that bit, cool, we can leave and then start again. Mm-hmm. But actually, that'll just take you back to the start of the game. Yeah, no, it's a bit frustrating with stuff like that. But, um, I mean, I'm, it's a shame one of you got kicked because, I, I mean, I thought it automatically cancels you out once someone leaves anyway. I don't know. Like it says insufficient players and then no, no, no. you'll get booted. That's the no, point. Yeah, we, we if, the, if you can't add someone because of balancing issues, then surely if someone leaves, well, this it should is just it, though, stop Sean, because play completely. <laughs> when I, whenever I've left, hmm. when, like, when we start the next mission, because it automatically goes on to the next one, yeah. and I say, no, I'm going to bed, hmm. and it's, I quit out to the main menu, yeah. um, it comes up on chat screen that your your car partner has left and then it closes the game for him as well. Oh, right. Yeah. Doesn't do that. Didn't do that for us. It's yeah. Uh, yeah. Weird. It was quite. Yeah. It was. It was annoying. I mean, definitely we'll go back to it because it was brilliant. Like it's still really, really fun. Really, really fun to play. But that sort of thing is a bit irritating. But the Master Chief. I'd like collection... to see where it sits compared to four. You know, because mm. we well, obviously we're going on to four next. We're right at the end of Reach. We got like two missions left, I think. Um and. You know, it'd be interesting to see how it compares to four because I remember playing four with you and Matt and yeah. loving it. So yeah, yeah I remember be... loving the game. I I know zero about the story. Oh yeah, by the way, oh, uh, mate, the mate. Halo one and two were just two player co-op. By the way, it's, I was just yeah. Sorry, uh, Halo Halo one two. It's just two player in co-op. Right, yeah, it's it was three onwards, four players onwards. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, and um, so the with um. With the story, Matt, I have played one, two, three, ODST and Reach. I still haven't got a fucking clue about the story, so I wouldn't worry about it too much. Um, it was never about Dave. the story for me. And that, I yeah. Don't even, Arbiters... I, don't, I don't even know what the four runners are, Sean. <laughs> um, Do you know what the Halo but, is yet? Have you, have you worked out what the Halo is? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's the, okay. the little AI thing in your head, right? <laughs> yeah, it's one. Good. Um, it's the gun, yeah, isn't it? No, I, mean, I thought it was the gun. <laughs> <laughs> Tell you what though, um, Master Chief Collection is still a mess though in terms of it like not working and stuff like that. Like we, I've, I, I, this is what's weird. It's a completely different experience for me. I've, I've, I know it's that irritating thing, but I've never had that problem. So it's I can't relate to well, those you frustrations. Know, you know what happened to us because it wasn't just me. It was also like one of the other one of the others in the group. Like it, I started up like I downloaded it and obviously it's like a hundred gig update or whatever you know that you got to do and then once I started the game you know you what? press you press start and then nothing happened for 10 minutes like I had to just sit there and wait because it was it, you know like it does like this sort of the you know thing going around to you know, like show you something's going to happen but then it just you know sort of stopped and I thought okay well it's crashed so I quit the game and then went back still did the same thing I had, I had a look online a lot of people have had the same problem you just have to leave it 
and then eventually after 10 minutes later it, it starts the game. Fortunately after that it's fine, but the first time you start it up it's um yeah, it I doesn't work so well. I wonder if this is a, an original Xbox thing. It might be. It may well be, yeah. But um Are, you, are all your crew on original Xboxes? Uh no, not everybody, no. Huh. I wonder I wonder if that is a factor because yeah, obviously be. we're playing on Xs. Um, and we've yeah we've had no problems with loading and I did what's the hundred gig update thing you were talking about? Well, that's I mean that was when I first um, put the disc in. I put like disc in. It was like okay. Oh got... right, oh right, yeah. So the game is a hundred gig. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, that makes sense. Yeah. But yeah, no, the update was really funny because when we were ready to go over to Reach, I was like, oh fuck's sake, I haven't got it installed. Like you have to have a, it's a separate install for it. And I was mm-hmm. like, this is going to take forever. And I looked at it, it was ten megs. And I was like, oh, right, okay, it's just an unlock key then, fine. Um, so, yeah, it only took me two seconds to do. But, uh, yeah, no, that's a shame. That's a shame you're experiencing that stuff because I, that would really piss me off. Mm. Uh, but, but, yeah, no, it's, it's flawless flawless for us. It's been it's been brilliant, really good experience. And, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm surprised at how well it's held up, really. Um, I was expecting it to be just, you know, at least a little bit ropey, but I've just not experienced that at all. I've just fucking loved every moment of it. Um, are you going to play? Are you going to go back and play Halo Five Guardians again? Yes, I've not again. I've never played it. Oh, really? So th- that'll be oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. yeah, it's not. Great. Yeah, no. Um, uh, Chet warns me that it is down there with Halo Two. So uh, I- I'll be interested to see. Yeah, it's, it's how just I didn't feel like a Halo game to me. I, yeah, I really didn't like it. It was so. Yeah, yeah not not many people did. So I, I you know, I'll report back once I've done that one. But yeah, we got to get through Halo Four first, which, if I remember correctly. It took right. us about two nights when we played it. <laughs> yeah. So it's not a long one, but uh, yeah, yeah, we'll do that. Um, and then finally, I, I started Shadow of the Tomb Raider, which is a game that I can't believe that I've not played because I absolutely adored the first two uh, of the new era of uh, Tomb Raider games. Um, and I'd heard nothing but good things from close friends about this one. And yeah, I mean, I'm still very early on an hour and a half, maybe two hours into it. But I mean, forgetting everything else, it is fucking stunning. There's a scene where you're walking through the forest for the first time, just after your planes crashed and you see all this wildlife around you as you're walking along. And it's like monkeys, like looking down from the trees and, uh, what is a a cheetah or something that's or a saber toothed tiger or some shit. They're extinct, right? Um, yeah, so maybe maybe not a saber tooth tiger, <laughs> um, but, a but some, some sort of like scary cat thing was growling at me, and it was just like wow, this game. It's like you know when you get those games where they look so good that you think, I wish I could just like take ten minutes of game footage and send it back in time to me when I was a kid, <laughs> so I could say you know that shit that you think looks really good now. This is what games are going to look like in a few years. Fuck me. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, I, I always love those Tomb Raider games. Um, and this feels like another one of those. I think it's a bit of a shame that it didn't take more of a step forward. Uh, and it certainly doesn't feel like it's going to take a step forward. But I just felt that I was in the mood for a game of this style uh, this week. And it really hit those sort of notes, you know, the the physics-based puzzles and the the light combat and stuff like that. It's yeah, it's really good. I sent you a video of it, James, like the opening scene where you're walking through this like town in Mexico. Mm-hmm. Did you see it? I did, yeah, and it did look. Was incredible. it all like compressed and stuff? No, it looked, it looked I, pretty good. Yeah, I mean, it just that 
scene is just stunning. Just walking around that town and the hustle and bustle of the place, it just really comes across. It's really good. The only problem is, is that it was set in, you know, the you know, Coco. Yes, the film. It, yeah, it was set in the same sort of festival. I can't remember what what, what it's called, but um, it's kind of it's one of those situations where it's like you see a piece of media like that, and it's like, oh wow, yeah, that that's a really cool thing. You know, it's a really cool place and setting, and the festival's interesting and the traditions interesting. That's really good, and then you see it everywhere because it's like loads of people are picking it up and running with it after after watching Coco, but. Um, <laughs> Uh, but yeah, no, it's still it's it's really good, really really yeah, good. Yeah, I, I did my, my sort of um, you know desire to actually play that game just sort of waned. I, I loved the first reboot, and the second one arguably improved on everything the first one did. But I just didn't get as much of a buzz from it because it felt like okay, well, I've sort of seen this, I enjoyed it massively, and this one I hear improved it once again. But at that point, I was like, I played two. I'm not like gonna kill myself to try and get this game played, but uh, I know I'll, I know I'll have fun with it if I were to give it a go. Is it well, on Game you know, Pass? I'm, yes, it is. Yeah, and that's oh. how I'm playing it. They, that, like it's, you know how much I love those games. So yeah. for me to go, mm, yeah, I'm not gonna bother with this. It, it it was kind of a big thing. Like if if you can't get me involved, then what's the point? And I, I say that a lot to games devs. Yeah, but why are you bothering? <laughs> yeah. If you ain't got me on board, give up. Does this game yeah. um, have more like side tombs? Because those are all my favourite I my haven't discovered parts. any side tombs yet, but I it must have them. Yeah. Um, but already there's been way more puzzles than uh, than the start of the uh, the recent games. Like it okay, opens cool. with a few puzzles. So, yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I also I've got no interest in doing the stealth stuff in that game. I just want to go in and just shoot everyone. And that what's good about this game is that it gives you the option to do it. If you get caught, there's a punishment of more enemies. But sounds good to me. <laughs> Give me more things to shoot. It's not a punishment. I'm happy with that. Yeah. So I I I, I will go back to it definitely uh, this week. Good game. All cool. right, uh, Sean. Mate, I've got nothing this week. I've <laughs> fine. Gone. I was away with work for ages and I just ended up binging The Expanse, which is an excellent TV show available on Amazon Prime. Um, I mean, I'm still playing Pokemon Go. That's That's been a, a constant thing. Um, there was a re- You've not even been tempted by that new Pokemon game. No, weirdly. What's it? No. Um, like, I enjoy, like, the stuff I enjoy about Pokemon Go, like the, the actual Pokemon aspect of it is sort of by the by like it's i enjoy the i mean like obviously yeah the fact that it's got pokemon is quite cool i guess but like i'm so out of touch with pokemon that like you know the other the other week they're like oh we've added a load of i think it was is it gen 5 pokemon and i'm like mate most of these are new to me like unless it's one of the original 150 (laughs) i'm pretty um but um yeah, that's still great there was a really weird article on eurogamer about I think it ends up being more of a, a comment on you know the way um, like mobile games and especially free to play ones are designed to keep you hooked and stuff. But it started out like the guy wrote the piece was like ah oh, you know I've had to stop playing Pokemon Go because like I really liked it, but like oh the way it keeps you playing is really insipid and horrible and it makes you addicted to it. And I I did not recognise the game he was describing. <laughs> he was, like, mm. he was talking what, about what it, things was he moaning about? Well, he was moaning about the fact that like so as as you 
you know, when you find Pokestops and you you spin them, like it, you know, this little disc appears on screen, you swipe it, and that's how you, you get items. Like that's basically that's you like checking in, um, at a, you know, a location. Um, you like sometimes you'll get um, like I think they're called like research tasks, which is basically just it'll just be like catch five Pokemon or um you know do like a certain like when you throw pokeballs you can like do it in a certain way to increase your chance of capturing and stuff and so it'd be like get like five great three great throws or whatever just little challenges like that and when and then when you've completed one of those it's up to you when you cash it in and basically each one gets you a research stamp so you can hold three of these quests at any one time and then once a day you can get a research stamp for clearing one right so the the smart thing to do or as far as i'm concerned the smart thing to do is like just keep like one or two completed ones in your inventory and then every day just make sure you 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 collect one of them right and get your stamp you can only get one stamp a day and then after you get is it, I think is it five or six um you get so many stamps you get like some more shit right it's usually like an, an encounter with a rare pokemon or whatever point is i don't feel pressured to do this an awful lot i'm i'm i consider myself a fairly casual player and pretty much every day i've got one of these tasks to cash in but yeah, this piece was like, oh, it's like, and you'd basically have to be making sure you'd like do like three of these a day. I was like, why? I don't, <laughs> it was just, I don't know. It was just really strange. It was like he completely put this pressure on himself to like be like play it really intensely. And I, I've, I mean, the, the push notifications on it barely fucking work. Like it doesn't hassle you at all. Um, so that, like, I actually wish it would hassle me more because it, it fails to tell me about things I would like to know about. Um, so I just, yeah, just, I just found that really strange. I, I found it such a, a casual, easygoing thing. Um, and as a result, I have spent a bit of money on it because it hasn't pissed me off with that stuff. Um, yeah, just I, I think if like, you've got a certain personality, I mean, I, I can maybe I, yeah. I was like super addicted to it for a bit, yeah. so I can see why. Yeah, I mean, you know, I am like occasionally loading it up, but because like I think I've mentioned, like right outside my office is a is a gym, a Pokemon gym, um, and I am occasionally loading it up when I'm in the office. Probably shouldn't do that. Like that'd be an awkward conversation if anyone spotted me doing it. Uh, <laughs> but I, yeah, I don't know. I, I feel compelled rather than di- addicted. Like I'm, and you know, if the if it just so happens that on a given day I don't bother loading it up or, or doing anything. I'm not like, like, oh, fuck, I've fucked it. I'm not being as efficient as I could be. <laughs> I don't know. I, I found it really easy to pick up and put down, generally speaking. Um, I cannot get a gauge on whether people are enjoying that sword and shield game. It's a weird one. I, I think d- most people I've, are. I've heard both things. I've heard uh, it's fucking terrible and it's fucking amazing. It's really weird. I can't. I, I thought most of the moaning uh, yeah, was just around the fact that not all the Pokemon are in it. And then some of the ones that yeah, are are like from that. the 3DS, like the models are just taken from the 3DS games and stuff. So I've heard that it's just a bit light in general as well, but... I think, yeah, I think it is relatively knows? short, right? And then now, they're, obviously, now they've adv- uh, announced the DLC plans. So everyone's a bit like, right, okay, <laughs> this is <laughs> this is how you make it the length of a regular Pokemon game. Um Maybe that's unfair, I don't know. But yes, I had heard it was a bit on the short side. Um, but no, everyone everyone I know who's played it really loves it. Um, cool. And it sold fucking loads. So that's well, they the, do those definitely games, good. Yeah. Um, okay, yeah, cool. That is it right, everyone, should we get... Should we get to emails then? Yeah. Let's do it. Uh, if you want to email us for some reason, uh, you can do so at podcast at thecomputergameshow.com. Lee Griggs 
sent us two questions. He says, who is the biggest show off in the computer game show and who has the messiest desk? Right, it's this show off then. I this mean, is a hard one, I, mean, I think. Matt or Dave, right? Yeah, well, definitely. I, I, no, but when I hear the word show off, show off it, to me says you've got like skills and you want to show them off. Well, not necessarily. You can be you can be a show off, but not actually. Because <laughs> that puts Sean right in the limelight, doesn't it? <laughs> well, My cooking is... is so good that I'm going to. Yeah, go on. What are you saying? <laughs> I'm going to fuck up on camera once I'm up. Yeah, uh, you're, talking about, you're talking about you're talking about the the Rocket League videos, right? This is where you're going with this. No, I was just saying like, I don't think I can be a bigger show off because I don't think we've got the skill. If I was like, well, I guess show off or gloating, I don't know. Does that does show off? Do you have to be great to be a show off? No, I don't think so. I think no, I think being no, a show no, off no, is just no, trying no. to like if you if you try to yeah, show off yeah, and yeah. you fuck it up, you're still a show off. You're just a shit one, right? Yeah, like 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 for example, if you went on stage, gave it all the big and about how you were going to yeah. win this competition, yeah, threw yeah. t-shirts into the audience. <laughs> <laughs> and then failed miserably I think you'd still be considered pretty big show off yep I Agreed. think that's just like putting on, putting on performance the showmanship um, to, to like save the Kane of Wink show off yeah <laughs> like, like I was just trying off. to save that show you know <laughs> um, okay I, so the answer's Matt then I think that's where we've come to I know that. I mean I'm for sure we're all on a day apart from James I'm sure we're all willing to show off uh, yeah, uh, yeah I do. I do. You also said last week, well, I'm getting both day one, both consoles day one. Forget about it, mate. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, Messi's desk, definitely not me. I, I like um, my desk at work has like, it's basically See, uh, got the monitor uh, at work, and the laptop I'm, on it. I'm good at work, but at home, I'm an absolute nightmare. Okay. So I saw this question come in and I don't know the answer. Like, I don't know where I sit in terms of messy desk. So, I'm now, I took a photo of my desk because I was leaving work today. I just want you to have a look and sort of describe it and see what you think if it's messy. I will point out that the tray that you yeah. can see with the paper spilling over yeah. is not my desk. That's on the, the person next to his desk. <laughs> what, what do you think? And I swear to God, I haven't done anything. I just thought there's no point in, I'm not going to give you a false view of what my desk looked like yeah, yeah that's not bad that's what my desk looked like. i mean you got some you got bad? some papers strewn about and you stuff got some pens well, and that, pens strewn about yeah. you gotta remember that it is a paper and yeah. pen yeah like the business yeah. isn't it yeah, i mean yeah, yeah. there's a lot of sketching and stuff like that going on mm-hmm. so that's always going to be there but i don't think that's too bad yeah, that's it's right. definitely been worse than that my, my desk but, at home is is way worse than that when it gets bad yeah for sure Oh, is it really? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, 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 as a random this, this example, is... okay, th- things currently on my desk, right? I've got, I mean, you know, phone, I've got a, a used tissue, only from this evening, but, okay. but still, but still. No, not that sort of used. Uh, I've got a, <laughs> I've got a, a nappy. A f- but copy of Famitsu next to the I used have got tissue. A, the Famitsu copy is actually there. Uh, I've got nappy, that's there. Um, I've that's got bad. my... The, the vehicle reg document for my wife's car, because I was trying to find mine the other day, uh, but found hers instead. That Don't was need good. to go into it. No, um, I've got a, a light bulb, which I assume doesn't work anymore, but I don't know. Right, I don't even know where that so came Sean, from. Then. Uh, yeah, no, well, I mean, Sean, that's very possible, but James, when I think about James, I think sort of like, I don't know, a professor Stacks with like tons of old dusty books, a bit like yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, the yeah, start yeah. of Indiana Jones, yeah. where it's like a massive Definitely library. Definitely an oak desk. Definitely an oak <laughs> desk. And that oak with like the leather bits, you know, on top. <laughs> Dr. Boomstick um, on a little massive, like <laughs> Loads of books prison. and they're like dusty when he opens them, like Jumanji or something, I don't know. Um, but also a bit like 
what I imagine like Indiana Jones's like <laughs> you know office to be like. I wish it exactly did look like that. I mean, the desk, James. my desk is pristine. Like I keep it okay. as tidy as possible because. So you look at you look at my desk there. You would say it's more tidy than I'd, my desk. I'd say it's messier than I'd like it to be. If it <laughs> was... right, no, hold on. Well, well, see, wait. You're saying my desk is messier than you would like it to be. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah, that's fine. It's not. I mean, it's not awful. It's just you know, I I don't like all the paper and all that kind of thing. I mean, I try and avoid paper as much as possible anyway. It's just I hate paper. Yeah. See, I can't. That's the Same. disadvantage yeah. that I'm at. I literally can't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh. Okay. So, Matt, what's your one at work like? Oh, you've you've. I mean, you haven't even got a mouse mat. On I was going to say, presumably, you're 100 percent no. digital, Matt. I I, I, I was trying to find a picture. Basically, I have the monitor. I have like a laptop and laptop like stand yeah the laptop is on the laptop mm. and then the keyboard and, and the wireless mouse and basically there's nothing else there's no papers because no it's not real because you're not doing real work <laughs> well, we don't need paper because <laughs> it's not the 60s anymore, anymore. the paper i've got um, i mean I've, he was so, yeah. right about one thing there's, a, uh, world, mate, there's a thing called the cloud have you heard about it <laughs> <laughs> matt you know nothing about the real world you <laughs> i can't lecture the public on anything so just you know do your marketing skills and fuck off okay yeah, I'm trying to find a picture on my desk, but but basically, yeah, there's nothing on it. I, I like absolutely pristine because I can't keep my house pristine anymore because I have a wife and child. Mm-hmm. But at work, I can keep that baby as clean as possible. And here, yeah. here upstairs is also tidy. It's not as tidy as I like it to yeah. be because yeah. I've got a small desk. But I will say this, right? I will say this. Look, look at my photo again, right? Mm-hmm. You see, just Do to I the to? right of the phone. <laughs> you see, just to the right of the phone, you can see a little bottle with a blue top. I oh, saw yeah. that. Yeah. 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 That's Purell, and I'm getting into that now, and that's I know that's a so dangerous it's, it's game what? to go. Purell. I don't is know it what Purell? Is. I don't know what that is. No, I'll, I might have got the... It's the anti-bat. Oh, right, yeah, okay. I'm sure there's a brand called Purell. Yeah, there is. I just saw what I've heard. You're talking about the anti-bat, like... Hand sanitizer, basically, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, hand sanitizer. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I, I'm getting into that now because yeah, I go around using other people's keyboards and stuff to help them because I'm the IT nerd in the, yeah. <laughs> the fucking office, Same. right? Yeah. And and I just instantly now I am just like, okay, yeah, yeah, all right, yeah, it's all fixed now. Just squirt in a little yeah. bottle. I've got the same thing on my desk at work because I mean I'm in university and it's filthy like outside. It's, it's just, <laughs> Yeah, just, all those books, those dusty, yeah, those books. dusty books. Yeah, so I, just, I keep some in the car because I visit farms and they're disgusting. <laughs> like you feel fucking gross, man, after going to like any dairy farm. It's fucking so, bad. Right, going going to the the, the back to the question then. Mm. So the answer is, if we're only including work desks, it's probably me. Yeah. If if we're including home desks, then it's Jesus Sean. Christ, it's Sean. <laughs> <laughs> I've just got a nappy here. And, uh, <laughs> and I use a nappy in a dirty tissue. It just, uh, do, do you know what it is? It's because it, so we used to have a Laziness? coffee table, right? Which things would <laughs> things would live on for a bit. And then we'd yeah, be like, right, yeah, we need, yeah, we need to turn like that. that off. And then Isaac arrived and learned to move around. And we're like, do you know what? Let's get the coffee table out of the way so he's got more space to actually play in. So now... My desk is the fucking dumping ground for the entire yeah, yeah. ground floor. Yeah, sure. Do you remember? Do you remember? Did you ever see my leather recliner that I got? No. Yeah. Like, it was ridiculous. <laughs> I spent over a grand on it. Right. <laughs> this was when we got a massive bonus for relocating. Okay. Right, in my old job. Yeah. Right. And I had, I had, I had, I was given a budget for furnishings for my flat that I moved into. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And 
I'd bought everything and still had a grand left over. So I literally <laughs> went to DFS and just went, what's your most expensive leather recliner? That one. How much is it? £700. How much is it with the best leather that you could do? A grand. I'll take it. The, the salesman nearly cried in front of me, right? Um, and so um, I've refused to get rid of it. I mean, it is in such bad nick, but I've refused to get rid of it. Um, and when we got our new sofa in our front room, we, we were like, well, the baby's coming, so let's just move that recliner into the bedroom and it would be a good f- sort of place to feed the baby, oh, yeah, yeah. right? Because yeah. you got, I mean, I've not seen it for years it's just <laughs> there's just boxes piled up on it and fucking like it just uh, it's just ridiculous yeah, but it's it, so it, disappointing it must be nice though to think it's still there though you know that that's, that's what i keep saying but joe has said to me about a million times oh, we should get rid of that and i'm like no it's not happening <laughs> i'm going to die in that chair uh, yeah so cool uh adam capone says, I didn't listen to the giant Bombcast Game of the Year episode, but was shocked to hear on your show last week that Luigi's Mansion was not in the top 10. I never played any game in the series before, and it was hearing about it on your podcast that made me give it a go. I fell in love with it instantly, and as soon as Gooigi was introduced, my girlfriend Amber wanted to play. She's a very casual player, but soon picked up the controls, and we were working together as an effective team very quickly. We blasted through it within a week. Afterwards, I was thinking about why it worked so well. Typically, both players in co-op games have an equal responsibility. Both can lose lives and resources. Luigi's Mansion, however, seems to have uh, been made with a less experienced partner, child or relative in mind. This in itself isn't new. It's even been done in Mario games where the second player can control a pointer or Mario's cap. But with those particular examples, the support players are there just to collect resources for the other player, which isn't very empowering. As well as helping to collect resources, Gooigi is fundamental to solving puzzles and can even help with combat. I believe a fundamental part of why inexperienced players sometimes don't like co-op games is because they worry about being responsible for losing lives and resources for the other player. I'm curious if you agree that this type of co-op feels new and refreshing, or perhaps it's something that is more common than I imagine it to be. If so, what other games have similar co-op setups? I want more games like this. I can't um, think I mean, of I, many. No, um, I, the, 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 yeah, because the, the, the problem is, is that in the new Super Mario games, um, which is what I've played with Harry in co-op quite a few times. Mm. It's, you know, he loses a life, which means we both lose mm. a life, which means when he eventually dies, he doesn't come back as a bubble anymore. And it's yeah. kind of like, okay, so he's got to sit about for a little bit while I finish this level. Um, so yeah, yeah, I like I like what they did with that. It was really interesting. Mm. When you realise that actually Guigi has got way less health, but, he doesn't lose any lives. You just pop him back out again every, straight away. It's yeah, yeah. I mean, it's fantastic. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. a lot of thought went into that, and uh, and it shows. There was. Do you remember the? Sure. Do you remember the thing with Borderlands Two? Oh, that was embarrassing. So they added a DLC character, and one of her skill trees was basically all sort of geared towards people who aren't very good at, at shooters, right? So it was all skills that like. I can't remember if it just gave you like really generous auto aim or, or something. Um, and yeah, and I think, was it like an interview or something? One of the devs was like, oh yeah, we call this girlfriend mode. That's oh yeah, yeah, fuck yeah, yeah, yeah. That, was, that, was, um, that was awful. But it, yeah, but it's a shame that they, they sort of ruined it by calling it that because it, yeah, it's not a bad idea. Just be like, look, here's... I'll tell you, God, sorry. I'll tell you an example that might work. Mm. Snipper clips. Because although... Um, although it's a very tricky game mm. and your co-op partner has to do some very tricky things, 
there's no punishment for getting it wrong. Yeah, true. You can retry and, as many times and, as you want and just, yeah. Yep, and also a lot of it is down to communication. So yep. I played a lot of levels with Harry, although it's a really difficult game to play. I was working out the puzzles and saying, right, you rotate this way, you rotate that way, now snip me, now mm. stand there and I'll do this, you rotate there and yeah. I'll snip you. Yeah. You know, So the communication was done and the, the, the puzzle work was done by me, uh-huh. but he still felt... Involved. like a big part yeah. of it yeah yeah um of course it does go beyond the point of his sort of skills at the time mm. um but i was thinking the other day we should go back to that and play for a few more levels because it's a fantastic game really good but snipper clips i think is a good good example of that yeah um where harry never felt like he was letting me down by losing us lives or anything because mm. you know it's not what the game's about yeah yeah totally and the others i think that's basically it right i think yeah it really is yeah yeah uh right Pippin Schleppers says, hello, fellows, it's Pip again, or as my friends call me, the Schlepster. I haven't written since before Christmas because I've been busy. Mom accidentally added a two instead of changing the one to a two on the online order for the shopping, so we ended up with 12 tubs of Quality Street. Dad said, <laughs> Dad said we should send them back, but I convinced him to let me have them as part of my Christmas present. Anyway, to cut a long story short, I've been eating a lot of Quality Street and playing games. I thought <laughs> they're the worst ones as well, aren't they? Quality yeah, they're not as good as the Rose. Well, I don't know. Are they? Well, yeah. I've all had them What's in worse? celebrations and piss off, Matt. <laughs> yeah, yeah I think I prefer Quality Street than the others. Actually, Jesus. you definitely prefer Quality Street. Jeez. Definitely better than roses. Roses are worse. Yeah, roses, roses, yeah, roses are terrible. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, but celebrations—they're probably the best. Yeah, celebrations I are mean, heroes, they're... mate. Heroes are good. Yeah. But no, celebrations up there, man. They got the Malteser ones. Yes. Up there. I think Collie Street overall is my fave. Jesus Christ, hey, that's mad. He likes the toffee it's ones that rip madness. your teeth out. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, it is madness. <laughs> I thought I'd send you a letter because at Christmas, Mum and Dad let me play Mortal Kombat 11 on the big telly as there was nothing else on that they wanted to watch. Mum really didn't like it, so she went to bed. But Dad was finishing his beer, so he sat with me. I did a fatality, and he did a little laugh out of his nose. You know, like the ones when you. <laughs> you were talking about this week on the podcast i asked him if he liked it and he's gone yeah i don't remember that um (laughs) it says i asked him if he liked it and he said not really but you don't see something like that every day (laughs) while i had his attention (laughs) i asked him what his fatality would be if he was invited into the mortal Kombat championships to start with he said something about mum that i won't repeat but it was a good job she'd gone to bed i asked him again and he said i'd have the other bloke make you get a job and move out Bloody dad, eh? He's always good for a joke. I knew he was joking because he knows I'm saving up for when I move to Canterbury and study China under the tutelage of Dr. Farley. I can't wait. (laughs) Maybe we can do a China podcast together. You could be the main one for that if you like Dr. Farley. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) Anyway, I'll get to my question now. If you managed to beat your opponent into a bloody dazed pulp at the Mortal Kombat Championships, what would be your fatality? Sean, you can't play the pacifist card here. You've got to think of something horrible. Enough of my ramblings. I expect Dr. Farley's already grumpy because it's past his bedtime. Ha, ha, ha. I love the podcast to keep up the good work. <laughs> my one's easy, right? Yeah. It'd just be, I'd be, I'd get a bottle, smash it in half mm. and start doing Millwall chants, but as I stab <laughs> their face off with a broken bottle. That's standard. Um, I, I guess mine has to be cooking related, right? That's, that seems to be my gimmick. Yeah, what was the one where you dropped on the floor? What was the the meal that you dropped? Oh, on the floor that was on that? the uh, yeah the the chicken. Oh fuck! What was it? Um, 
Yeah. The chicken fuck, what was the chicken it? Chicken fuck, what was <laughs> it? That's <laughs> our favourite meal you've done, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah fuck, when, you, <laughs> when you drop that, like, what? Casserole, you, you chicken casserole. You go into the oven. You go into the oven, picking up the chicken casserole, and then, like, falling over and it's spilling all over their face and they melt away. <laughs> But, but like licking their lips as they do it, <laughs> licking their fingers. Mm, good job, Sean. As they're like melting. <laughs> or, if, or maybe like yeah. So if I do that and yeah, I accidentally spill it on them and they they're basically melting to death, then I just react in the same way as I did on the show, which is just me going, oh no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maz would be just him standing one side of the screen and shouting, God until their skin drips away yeah or just like force someone to stream constantly until they just turn into a puddle <laughs> or a like yeah. Yeah. killing them via um, quoted retweets where you just put wow or something on top of it <laughs> that's the best the best way to get your point across without retweeting uh, context <laughs> James what would James be just bore him to death was it Thank, thanks Matt is that right I don't know Matt played this time my name's Dave no, yeah. prevent them from sleeping until they eventually just no, I think you just technically fall into a coma right if you stay awake too long mm-hmm. that'll work <laughs> telling him why he likes typewriter <laughs> <laughs> which is now available on switch apparently um no james what would yours be i don't know you see i can think of some horrible like revolutionary era kind of stuff but i don't oh, really yeah. want to talk about it because <laughs> well, he's on, darker than we thought no he's darker than we thought no because it's horrible a lot of stuff's really horrible that okay the point right, um, yeah but, go on <laughs> you know, let's, let's, let's go yeah. dark the problem with fatalities is that they're just so ghastly. <laughs> so violent. People end up dying. Right, uh, Matt Wells says, apologies for the length of the email. I want to say thank you for the hard work you guys put into the podcast. I started listening after Midnight Resistance ended and subsequently worked through the entire back catalogue, loving every minute. I don't get a lot of game time these days, so listening to the pod has been a welcome substitute, though I'm a little behind as becoming a member of the Dad Club in November through my normal routine out the window. I took your advice. Congratulations, yeah. man. I took your advice and bought a Switch before my little boy arrived and I'm currently hooked on Breath of the Wild, which my mum bought me for Christmas. Zelda games oh, have a big place in my heart as my mum and I completed Link to the Past, Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask together when I was little. I nearly lost it to cancer a few years back and now I can't hear the iconic Zelda theme without getting emotional about the time we got to spend together. My question is, Mate. are there any games that hold a special place in your heart, either for the memories you have of them or for the time you've got to spend uh, sharing your passion with your kids? Yeah, definitely. Firstly, that's one of the nicest emails that, like, yeah. that's one of the ni- nicest stories I've <laughs> we've read on an email. So yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah, really definitely. nice. Thanks for sending that in and sharing. Um, um, <clears throat> I mean, I it's hard to see because when I was growing up, it was all just football games, and that's how. Mm. I mean, I suppose, I suppose Halo One was the one for me. Either Halo One or Time Splitters Two, mm. where because there was a period of my life where. That's all that mattered. You get out of work and you would either go around someone's house and play split screen or at the weekend we would drag tellies up to each other's houses and do system link. Mm. And it was just such a happy period where, you know, most weekends were spent visiting one of our mates' houses, playing into the early hours of the morning. And just it was just such a good time socially. Mm. I mean, I hated school. But obviously we weren't in school. We were, <laughs> you know, it was, it was when we weren't in school yeah. and just spent all our time playing these system link games. It was yeah, yeah. Um, fucking just wonderful. I think the two contenders for me, uh, so the original Fantasy Star Online, like that's one of my clearest memories of like, say like, like summer holidays, just not 
giving a fuck about anything <laughs> like like time passing just wasn't really a like a thing it was just oh well i'm up and i've had some cereal i guess i'll sit and play fantasy star online <laughs> until i need the toilet and then i'll go to the toilet yeah, and then i'll carry yeah. like who gives a shit like, it was yeah beautiful um and also uh yeah so when i was at college like every weekend we'd go to my mate pete's house and play um I think there's yes, yeah, so a lot of time split. There's a lot of Smash Brothers. We we always put the, uh, you know the po- the Pokemon level where it was all the 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 floats like the giant inflatable Pokemon. We'd basically just put that on like an endless match and then just play it till we fell asleep. And that's, <laughs> that's great. <laughs> um, I mean, in terms of playing with the kids, obviously Isaac's only very little. Um, but like as I've mentioned, he fucking loved um, Sayonara Wild Hearts, which is probably like the main reason I enjoyed that like as much as I did. Like he just went absolutely ballistic when I was playing; it was so funny. Um, I, I was well, I mentioned yeah, I mean, it, I was well into Forza Four as well, which is nice. But yeah, it, it comes it comes a little bit later with that <laughs> stuff. I think yeah. you know because I think of the games that Harry was like banging to, like Paradise, like Burnout Paradise, yeah. like we. We both played a hell of a lot of and um, the Forza games and stuff. But the ones that really stick out are the ones where it become like a talking point in our daily life. And that was, you know, Luigi's Mansion 3 is definitely one of those games where I would come home and he he would go, I've been thinking about this bit in the What's It and Mm -hmm. I've been waiting for you to get home so I can can try (laughs) it together. And it was like, okay, let's see if this idea works. And, you know, I I soon realised that he was watching YouTube videos and (laughs) 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 so he knew what he was doing. But, um, you know, there was that. And what was the other game that was like that? Where Oh, the fucking... Um, Jedi Fallen Order. Oh yeah, was another one where because he was, of course, yeah, because he got you know, well into Star Wars. Hmm. So deep into the yeah. Star Wars thing now, to the point where you know it's quite fun for me because I missed all that shit when I was a kid, and to come home and do a lightsaber battle with him. We've got two lightsabers, so to come home and have a little lightsaber battle with him in the front room, like before he goes to bed, is just like really fun. Mm. But w- because he was so into it, and then I was playing Fallen Order, it was just. He was just sitting there, like, mouth wide open, like, really enjoying it. But also, like, letting him just do the the lightsaber stuff, you know, picking different parts of the lightsaber, yeah, yeah. putting it together. And he just fully got invested in it. And that was that was really cool. So, yeah, there's, there's, quite, there's quite a few, actually. There is quite a few. The Odyssey stuff was great as well, mm. just experiencing that game for him for the, for the first time. Um, so yeah, yeah. I mean, Nintendo stuff's incredible for that. Yeah, totally. That that was definitely my experience. Because if I think like more recently, I think the biggest memory I had was for Mario 3D World that I played through with Rachel. Because mm. it was when she was just like she just figured out how to play games properly at that point. Yeah. And it was it was really nice because it was just like you know she could play it and I could play it and we we spent ages on that game. Like we got through to the end together. And that was when she was about I think she was about five or like five or six. Mm. And it was just yeah it was it was a really good experience. And she still talks about it from time to time now. This is why I'm really hoping it's going to get re released on the Switch because <laughs> yeah I wouldn't mind going through it again because yeah, yeah. those were good I times. Want a new one. I've <clears throat> yeah. I've got feel. I've got thoughts about this. Okay, Matt, 
Yeah, I mean, certainly nothing is as special as um, uh, um, other memories that Matt, Matt, Matt was uh, mentioning. But I mean, there's plenty of games I have like looked back on fondly, like Mashfully Loaded, um, when we're just doing that one single wire strike over and over and over for hours and hours and hours a day, um, or like, or uh, when we like uh, I imported Rock Band, so we had that like six months or so before <laughs> it came out in the UK. And we're like, that was thinking when I first moved to Leeds, so we're just like having like. You know, parties on my house every weekend and play with a bunch of us. It was just amazing fun. So I look back on those sorts of games really, really fondly. But um, yeah, in terms of playing with Elodie, she she played a bit more Goose Game on the weekend and she, she was like laughing her head off of that. And it's awesome to sit down, sit down and play that with her. But cool. yeah, she, she's not massively into games. She'll rather do like arts and crafts or some other stuff. But um, it's cool to see her play every now and then when she does. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, I'd I'd love to know what she okay. thinks of Labo though. <clears throat> Oh yeah, yeah. It'd be a nice it, halfway I mean, point. Those are like massively. They're really long, aren't they? To to do. Oh yeah, maybe she'll like. I mean, she loves her arts and crafts, so maybe maybe she'll love it. That's Isn't the the first kit? The first kit like twenty quid now. Sorry, it wasn't a Christmas sale. Wasn't <laughs> yeah, it? I mean, it's, it was over Christmas. Yeah, yeah it was ridiculous. Yeah. All of the kits were like twenty quid, including that new vehicle one. Were they? Oh fuck, uh, I missed that. Yeah, I said to Joe. I said to Joe, are people still? like looking for stuff for Harry because I'm pretty sure he really enjoyed it. So she was like, we are not filling our house with cardboard again. I was like, okay, <laughs> all right, that's fine. Don't worry about it. Uh, but that that's cool. Uh, any of us have memories of playing games with their parents? I definitely don't. Oh, no, God, yeah. I've got loads. I've got really? I mean, wouldn't ever go near yeah, any was, video games. So yeah. no. <laughs> My dad, isn't it? I mean, I we we as I said, like I've told the story many times. That one of my earliest memories of video games is playing through Double Dragon with him. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I, they weren't always the happiest of memories. Mm. I did play through Halo, um, the first Halo with him in co-op split okay. screen. Cool. Yeah, he he, he quite liked that. Um, but but then you know the more complicated games cut and the old, more the old the older he got the less interested he got in anything other than football games. Right. But we yeah. still play football games every now and then. Mm-hmm. You know we'll still have a match here and there. But yeah. I you know it's not a nice experience because I thrash him and he gets the right hump. <laughs> <laughs> he gets the right. If you search, I'm pretty sure if you search Joypod on YouTube, you can find a video of me and Dad playing a football game you can't see what's going on on the screen but i just edited together all the bits where <laughs> he was kicking off about things <laughs> you fucked around with his controls and all that stuff it was, i mean it was probably 12 years ago that video was taken but uh yeah well i can tell you i was 23 so it was 12 years ago <laughs> that's weird but yeah if you search joypod on youtube you'll probably come across that video of me and my dad playing a f- football game together <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, but I, I uh, although my dad was quite instrumental in getting like my Commodore sixty four and and stuff. So mm, uh, from what I felt like quite early age, like he never, never really, never played it with me. It's more just he wanted to get it and because he thought I'd like it. Yeah, but, like, same with those games with my parents. It was like like if it wasn't for dad, like yeah, we definitely never would have got the Commodore sixty four. Even if they'd got us one, like, if they'd got us one and left us to it, I don't think we'd ever have figured out how to load a fucking game on it. No. Um, so yeah, like he was definitely involved with that stuff, but then yeah, just didn't, didn't seem to want to actually play much. Um, I think. Oh no, I remember when we we got our first like actual PC when I must have been about ten, and I remember my dad want like he he bought like Mist and um, Little Big Adventure, and so I think he like. Oh yeah, classic. Yeah, I think he liked the idea of like. Like seeing, he realised there were games that weren't fast paced and they were, you know, a bit, bit more, um, 
you know contemplative i suppose but uh, yeah but I, I don't think he ever really got into him and that was that was kind of it really yeah, but I, it was I'll just a shame because because you know i feel like saying to him now like dad there's like fucking millions of games like that now and they're much better than they were back then <laughs> but yeah. i think i think that ship has sailed yeah, I played a bunch with my sister because uh, mm. you know we're, we're always trying to find things to do. We played loads of like midterm madness where oh, we yeah. were just we were basically being actual actual sort of you know poo around the city like pretending or learning how to drive mm. and learning how to park the car mm-hmm. um, and we played like loads of that and loads of like um, like Sonic Two. I remember the Sonic Two multiplayer like dying of laughter because yeah, yeah yeah we still love playing that oh, together. Mate, I I I remember play- I used to play games with my brother all the time. Yes, yeah, he doesn't play games anymore, but I used to play games with my brother all the time. Not a nice experience. <laughs> um, I still flinch whenever I score a goal in a football game because whenever I did that in our bedroom, our shared bedroom, because I always live, I always shared a bedroom with my brother. Mm-hmm. Whenever I did that, he would turn around and punch me in the arm as hard as he could. If ever, ever I scored against him, just used to punch me in the arm as hard as he could. And nice even guy. now, when I score a guy, <laughs> when I score a goal in a football game, I sort of go, <laughs> just expecting a dead arm. Jesus. It's just conditioned. Yeah. It was either that or he punched the TV as hard as he could. And that was when there was like eight-inch thick glass <laughs> on the TV and you could get away with it. See, I, yeah, because when yeah. I was, so like I mentioned like Fancy Star Online and stuff, so... Obviously, so my brother was two years older, so he started um, like working. Obviously, while I was still like you know thirteen, fourteen years old, um, so he got like a Dreamcast and he got a PS2 and stuff, and then he would go off to work, and I would sit around playing on all this stuff, and <laughs> um, nice. which obviously for him to then arrive home from work, and I'm like, hi, I'm in the middle of something on your console. You're gonna have to wait. Uh, didn't didn't <laughs> yeah. go down too well, um, understandably. Um, but it's yeah, it's just funny how like. It's like, oh yeah, that's like a whole bunch of stuff that I never would have played if he hadn't enabled it. So yeah, it's funny how these things like become quite important in hindsight, I guess. Um, right, Luke Boardman, this is the last email. It says, hey lads, just wondering if any of you have thought of picking up Watam on PS4. I'm a few hours in and I'm really enjoying my time with it, but I feel like I'm really missing out not having a kid to play with. Um, play it with sorry uh, it's definitely geared towards young kids and feels more like a silly toy box than a full traditional game much like uh, Untitled Goose uh, I've still I've, I, I've let myself down by it's not weird I thought you would have played yeah, this I've, I don't know why I haven't to be honest. I, I mean main reason is I don't really turn the PS4 on much these days um, is it only on PS4 so far yeah, yeah. I think it's coming oh, to yeah. PC um, but yeah um, yeah I should probably get on that shouldn't I yeah, same thing really. I don't, I've, I don't really play my PS4 that much. So, yeah. um, I mean, you know, obviously it's obviously it's yeah, by... Yeah, like it. I don't know if he would like it though. Mm. It's, I, it's a hard one. Harry's a hard one to gauge. Yeah. Like he might just think, oh, this is stupid. <laughs> it's for kids. Um, no shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, he gets like that about things. Yeah, I mean, I... Because like, Nobby Nobby Boy is wonderful, but it's like, it's barely a game, right? You, you, you kind of... You, you know, so after the initial, like, you know, people came out and it was like, ah, oh, this is really fun. You might load it up occasionally and spend five minutes on it and be like, eh, yeah. <laughs> like, not, yeah, 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 not, absolutely Not right. a lot to actually do, right? Um, and I, so I have wondered if Watam is, is much the same. Um, I've not, Sounds like it's more of a game there. Yeah, but. I've, I've not heard anyone talking about it, really. Um, expected more noise, but... Yeah, I've seen some people uh, like in a new year, but did it come out this year or last year? Did it get lost? Technically, in the that last, year, last year, I think. Yeah, yeah. 
That's that was yeah, it came out on a really weird time where it was like, you know, not anyone's talking about games really during that period because yeah. as a I mean, if it released in these first two weeks of January, everyone would be talking yes. about it because nothing's come out. That'd be perfect. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for yeah, sure. yeah, it should have just held held it off really, but anyhow, uh, that, for sure. that is it for the emails. Fucking hell, should we just do a few tweets because yeah, it's that computer game pod on Twitter if you want to uh, tweet us. Um, uh, Stuart Baker at Stuart Baker 05. Um, my six year old daughter has been very active on her 3DS recently. She's completed Mario 3D and is in is on with Poochie and Yoshi's Woolly World and a Kirby game. I forget the name of it. Can you recommend other platformers that are similar that she might be able to play without too much difficulty? James, this is your remit, mate. Um, it's a bit difficult actually because the ones that he's got there are the ones that. I All definitely would go yeah. for. They, and they are like the Kirby stuff in particular is is absolutely perfect. Yeah, I'm trying to think what Asher plays because he he mostly just has gone through the Mario games and those and Kirby. Um, there is is else? it Kirby's Adventure? It's one of the the original NES ones, but there's a really good 3DS version of it on the eShop. Yeah, um, which is like that still holds up really well. Mm-hmm. Um, I think yeah, I definitely go for any of those because there's loads of those on the eShop. Actually, you're right that are like um like the earlier Kirby ones, mm-hmm. and they're definitely the way to go because they're they're quite easy. They're not like yeah. very very difficult or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, did they release um uh, the Rayman Legend games on them? Oh, they um, did. did yeah, they? yeah, on 3DS. Yeah, I mean, there was a demo of one of them, and I remember being like, "This is sort of impressive, but I can't really see anything." <laughs> like. Mm. Like though you know, obviously the amount of detail in that game, oh, scaling really, that down yeah. to the three DS screen was yeah, yeah. Def- maybe look into those because that might be not be a bad. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. If you if you don't know what it's supposed Although to look like, you wouldn't tricky. really wouldn't really bother you. But yeah. So the other ones that are like big for three DS is like I mean, there's like Donkey Kong Country stuff, but they're far too hard. They're like yeah. they're really difficult to play through. Yeah. See, I I definitely go for those. Yeah. Cool. Andy Godwin out Big Cop Man on Twitter. With the launch of the new consoles this year and hoping they don't have any, what has been your favourite design fault with any launch edition of a console? The 360 rendering of death or the PS4 eject button too low on the console as examples? Um, not necessarily like a launch console for me. And maybe it's just like my own particular example, but the PS4, we're having like a sort of angled back, is annoying as someone who's constantly yes. plugging and unplugging. Yes. And yeah, moving yeah consoles. that's, that's, that's like, pretty yeah, bad. Make that, fl- like, make that just straight up and down on a new console or angled yeah, maybe that's, inwards. That's the, he's, he's asking for our favourite, not the most annoying. And I would probably say the, the turning upside down the PS1. Is it the PS1 that did that? Yeah. We had to turn it upside down because the laser didn't work properly. <laughs> oh yeah, I remember it's that. Yeah, just yeah. So, I remember. I remember going around like experiencing that for the first time, where some people say, "Oh, do you want to play this?" I think it was SmackDown or something, and I was like, "Yeah, yeah, I'll play that." And then they put the disc in and turn the thing upside down, and I remember going, "What? What are you doing?" <laughs> oh, you got to turn it upside down because if you don't, it doesn't work. It won't read the disc. No, that's not how things work. <laughs> oh, oh, it's. Oh, it's working. <laughs> okay, that's that's bizarre. <laughs> for, for starters, why? Secondly, who found this out? <laughs> Thirdly, how did you hear about it? Like, it blew my mind. Uh, I think that might have been Blake, you know. I think it was him the first time that I saw it. And he put Smackdown in his PS1 and turned it upside down. It, But I was just, like, confused about the whole thing. <laughs> Weird, I, uh, weird um, the, the, the that Xbox was. One, which had like that touch sensitive button 
where I was constantly accidentally that turning that thing Again, on. Again, no. You're picking annoying ones rather well, than fun. Yeah, it's not I fault. prefer it as annoying. It's working as, as design, mate. Um, I'm trying to think. Design fault. Is it? I mean, it's, uh, is it a, not really? Again, it's not a design fault. I was just going to say, like, the fact that the first GBA didn't have a backlit screen, so you couldn't fucking see anything. But again, that's not a, <laughs> it's not a fault. That's just how it was made. I think now you've got, like, Joy-Cons, which break yeah. constantly. That's, yep. I mean, They're yeah, pretty fucked, aren't they? Yeah. Have I misunderstood the question? No, I think we've all taken it a different way. <laughs> yeah. What was what, the? Just read the question. With the launch of the new consoles this year and hoping they don't have any, what has been your favourite design fault with a launch additional okay. console? All right. Okay. All right. I'm quite confident. <laughs> well, yeah. I'm just telling you things that I want the new ones to to do. Yeah. I want uh, I want a straight straight back on on the next PlayStation because that's annoying as hell. Let's move on to the next question, shall we? Mm. Um, uh, continuing, uh, this is uh, six grid at six grid underscore games. Continuing last week's discussion of controllers and with the elite controller in mind, do you think modern games would suffer if they did not use every button on a gamepad? Why, for example, is it still necessary to destroy sticks by constantly clicking L three to run? Um, does that destroy click hit sticks? I mean, if you constantly like, do, you know, I, I, I can see why. I've never had it. And, and I've never had like it the wear out surely. No, the only thing that I've noticed that definitely destroys sticks is anything in a like an action game where it's like waggle it left and right as hard as you can. <laughs> You're like, oh, for fuck's sake! They're not like all of a sudden drift comes in. I mean, um, do uh, the question sort of suggests that games are being designed to make sure they use every button arbitrarily? I don't feel like that's the case. They are because if that was the case, then everything would use the PS4's touchpad, wouldn't it? <laughs> but nothing does. Yeah. Nothing does. Yeah. Um, Although, I, but then I can't think of many exam like many games that you know. It feels like games are either like one button or all of them. All I can't the, think of like yeah, a game that combinations. uses yeah, yeah. I can't think of a game that uses like the triggers and then two face buttons and not the others. Do you know what I mean? I suppose the short answer mm. is that ga- games are all complex enough that you can find things to do with the other buttons if you really want. Um, yeah, and I think um, I uh, you know isn't it. A situation I don't know with Sony. I'm pretty sure it is, but they're now all co- completely customizable. Yes, that's right. Yeah, a system level. Yeah, because it is with the Xbox where you can, if you wanted, run on the A button or whatever. Yeah, that would be mad. But if if you wanted that, then you can. Um, yeah, I think you can have that. I think yeah. Because actually, now that I think about it, that's a really bad response to the question. There's, there's then, definitely games that just like repeat. So you know, say like. B is jump and A is shoot, then X will also be jump and Y will also be shoot or whatever. They just repeat the That's the a Nintendo thing, isn't it? Yeah, That's yeah, a yeah. staple Nintendo thing. Yeah. That. I don't think it's linked yeah. to this. I've seen like um, some reviews of that PlayStation, you know, that £30 adapter you put on the back oh, yeah, of your, yeah, your paddle. And actually, they've all been like really positive. Actually, yeah. They said, this is actually really good for the money. And yeah. it, it sort of gets near to what the Elite Controller allows you to do for like 30 quid. Obviously, it's not like the full package and the quality of an Elite Controller. But yeah, I've been surprised about how positive people have been that, that's good. about that thing. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Uh, that's it for tweets where we're going to end it there uh, it's at computer game pod as I said on Twitter if you want to tweet us anything during the week cool and anything else uh, any other socials Matt yeah so streaming um, James uh, you're back uh, to stream more LA Noir on Friday is that correct yeah I guess uh, yeah <laughs> we he, don't he have came to. out last Friday <laughs> um, 
So James is back Friday. I'm back for more Seco. Uh, Sunday night's definitely a half past eight. Um, but I, I want to play it so much that I'll probably squeeze some others in the week. But just follow us on Twitter and, and, and you'll see when we're streaming next. Um, if you have Amazon Prime, you have Twitch Prime. And with that, you have one free subscription every month. And uh, it, it makes a huge difference. And we really appreciate it if you go over to our channel and give us your free monthly sub. If you do it when we're streaming, you get a little shout out as well. Um, we're on Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash TCGS. Uh, as Dave said at the start, right now, um, $10 patrons get to watch um, the next talks over which is the Xbox 360 announcement and $5 and above <laughs> patrons get the uh, the bonus show which believe me goes to places you don't want like to go to um, and it's the website for everything else it's uh, thecomputergameshow.com there's a store on there, links to our socials you name it, it's on there and to respond to your text message there James, I'm not doing the horn anymore because it ran its course uh, but thanks for your suggestion uh, <laughs> what a horrible little man <laughs> we'll catch you next week I hope you have a good one um, thanks for living it uh, goodbye everybody Night-night. goodbye goodbye Matt's, 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 Matt's.